Yeah, this is content warning. Um, this podcast deals psychic damage is an uncensored podcast intended for mature audiences. The following show just contains descriptions of violence, adult themes, supernatural, and horrifying content, as well as uh, frequent bad language. We recommend parental guidance for children under the age of 15. You're listening to this podcast, Deal Psychic Damage, a D&D podcast for people who love fantasy RPGs but hate good production values, interesting dialogue, and a comprehensible plot. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Ross. I accept no responsibility for any psychic damage caused by this podcast. Joining me at the table this week, and I hope you guys have prepared intro, joining me at this table this week are Monash. I'm playing Daru Panwala. Um, a guy who likes to smoke weed but also loves his music. It just sounds like Monash. <laughs> it does sound like Monash. <laughs> uh, but but w- welcome, Daru. Uh, also joining at the table this week, uh, Amy. Is Hi, Amy? I play uh, Reckless Rick. He's ready to get down with it. Oh, no, I didn't think of this. <laughs> um, welcome, welcome, Rick. Uh, also at the table is Ashley. And I play co-captain Tyker the Terrible Broadband, <laughs> <laughs> a young half-orc shifter out to avenge my father. And finally, we have at the table here, Dylan. Feel Silver Scale, the non-captain, non-gambler, non-successful <laughs> fighter here to potentially support the team. But Keel is literally the only thing standing between you guys and becoming full-on murder hobos. Yeah. Like, yeah. without Kiel, without you guys having convinced Kiel to do unethical stuff, it would just be just a rampage. Thank you for always being our moral compass. It's, no worries, I'm here while you bully me. Kiel is absolutely <laughs> critical. Absolutely critical to the party. We need someone to carry our bedrolls. <laughs> I'm the only one strong enough. That's but... right, I'm the one. Will I, start, will I start you guys off with a little bit of a recap? Yes, yep. please. Little bit okay. of a nightcap. And a bit of a nightcap, yes. Uh, so last week, you guys, you guys, uh, you had a bit of a fun episode last week. So uh, you came out of the council chambers with a couple of hours to kill. Uh, you saw, you saw Captain Antoine's coterie talking to an angel, which most of you realised was not Gavizial, but was another female angel that you had never seen before. Uh, uh, it, was, it was definitely Gav. <laughs> Except for Keel, who thought it was Gavizgal. Uh, so Reckless Rick eavesdropped, and um, pretty much all the angel was doing was trashing you guys and Gavizgal. Uh, and Rick came back and told you guys this is what they were saying, and you saw uh, the other coterie kind of split up uh, and went in all different directions. Uh, you guys did likewise. So so Daru stayed at the castle to busk for a bit. Um, Keel headed over to the Monster Hunters Guild to, to kind of grill Lothar on... Um, on the questing beast and uh yeah Tyka and rick headed into the entertainment districts for some entertainment uh so they were rewarded almost immediately by getting invited to an eight-man eliminator at a bar called knuckles um they found this to be very exciting uh, and decided to to go and collect daru who had inexplicably made what did i say it was like six gold in 20 it was minutes quite a bit yeah it was let's see yep so so daru had made a lot of gold busking uh, and then you guys went and picked up Keel, who was disappointed because he he asked uh, he asked Lothar all about the questing beast, um, but because uh, he didn't have a bottle of tartar and fire whiskey, he couldn't get Lothar drunk enough to talk about it. Uh, so all of you guys, uh, including disappointed Keel, 
Uh, you you probably could afford a bottle of Tartar and Fire Whiskey now, actually. I don't know if Kiel could, but we could. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kiel didn't get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so uh, all you guys headed to Knuckles, uh, including disappointed Kiel. And um, when you got there, you you enrolled a Tiger as you enrolled Tiger as a fighter. Uh, you immediately embarked on some shenanigans. Uh, with you, you enrolled a uh, an orc bard. You 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 got her to give you a hand hyping up the crowd. Uh, and this bit you in the ass. You you hyped the share of Tiger. You really lowered the odds against Tiger when you were placing your bets. And um, Tiger got knocked out by a skinny homeless wood elf in the very first round in a turn of truly shocking luck. It was all planned. <laughs> Very unfortunate. <laughs> uh, this did work in your favour in the end because Tyker's abysmal performance meant that when he was challenged by Dirk the Dwarf from Antoine's qu- Coterie... Uh, that should the- be his name. He's a bitch. I hate near Dirk the Dwarf. <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't Nancy. like you guys. He doesn't like no. you guys. Dirk the Nancy. Uh, he doesn't like Nancy. you guys much either. Uh, so, yes, when, when Dirk challenged Tyker, the odds were very much against him, and you guys were able to capitalise on this. Uh, you cheated outrageously. You poisoned his fists and um, hey, you know, hey, cast, all spell, fair. <laughs> cast spells on him and uh, just just generally made it virtually impossible for Tyker to lose, um, which is for the best. Tyker was able to knock out Dirk in the second round, uh, and you guys made a buttload of gold, particularly Reckless Rick. Oh yeah, dude. As uh, <laughs> as a full on riot broke out in Knuckles because everyone was expecting Tyker to lose and he won. Uh, you guys, you guys kind of fled the bar, heading back towards the Harpy's Handmaiden, which you you knew would be uh, completely refitted and ready for your mission over to Tyria. Uh, as you guys approached the docks, uh, Gavizil uh, manifested directly in front of you uh, and held out his arms, telling you that he had lots, uh, a lot of things to share with you. Uh, and that's kind of where we are now. So Gavizil has just teleported directly in front of you. Oh, I we should expect these kind of things. He seemed pretty cool just then. Um, yeah, if he doesn't threaten my life again, it'd be nice. He oh, almost certainly Angel will. Types. This got to be chill, Kiel. Here, have this. Um, yeah, okay. All right, uh, you see Gavizio teleports in front of you and, and Kiel starts to stress, so so Daru passes him some, some chewing leaf. Uh, yeah, so Gavizio's standing there. What do you guys what do you guys say to him? Chewing leaf really loudly. Hey, it's Gav. Gavizio just, looks at you just real like, quick, That's just disgusting. real quick. What was the thing that we didn't want to bring up with him the other time? Uh, Bastet, amulet. Um, no, he's got the amulet. He got very aggressive when you mentioned Bastet. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And then that's right, you, right. you distracted him by talking about the amulet. Uh, and, and yeah, he, he took the amulet from you uh, under extreme correct. duress. Yeah, uh, yes. Right. Uh, so he kind of looks at Keel, who's chewing this uh, chewing tobacco with his mouth open. He's like, that's disgusting. Why are you doing that? It's good, Gab. You should Rel- try some. Relief. Uh, g- give me a persuasion check. <laughs> Which one? Uh, d- uh, Daru. Hang on, the wrong one, sorry. Oh, good. Uh, 22. Oh. You know what? I, I'm i in a good mood. I, I, I could use a celebration. Could you could hit me up? Cool, I'll, I'll tie one up for you. Uh, thanks, you I'd appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Can, can you give me a, dr- a drug preparation check? Yep, I remember how to do this, don't worry. 
Oh, yes. 23. He gets a 27 on his con save. Oh. Uh, you see, he, he chews it. He's like, eh, it's all right, but uh, Ambrosia's better. Ambrosia's better. Uh, fair enough. You uh, are so an angel, by the way. Yeah. How do you make Ambrosia? It's uh, um, milked out of angels. You know what? I've said too much. Oh. Wait, you can, you can be milked? It's food. <laughs> I've said too much. Um, uh, yes, sorry. Someone was going to ask me something. Uh, so, Gav, uh, what what's the deal with that amulet that you just took? Can we have it back? Uh, he says, what's the deal with the amulet? Well, the first thing I can tell you is that the gods are very, very pleased with all of you for returning the prison to them. The what? The what? The what? The prison of the thirteenth god. The what? Sorry, I don't. I didn't. I didn't say prison. I said amulet. No, no, you said you said prison. No, no, I said really? amulet. No, there was uh, a binding spell on that amulet. Okay, okay, shut up. Who's shut up. would it be? You, you, you've clearly gotten confused. Anyway, I have a gift. I have a gift for all of you because the gods are so delighted with all of you. Uh, and you see, he walks which, up. Which, which gods? All, all of the gods. Uh, and you see, he walks Is up. Is Clara to you there. happy with me? Clara is ecstatic with you. Yes, yes, you've done her a great service by returning the amulet to the gods. Yes, uh, and you see the, the spellbound amulet. He he walks forward and he touches you on the head, Daru, and uh, yeah, you you level up to level five as a surge of divine power kind of fills your body. Uh, and then you see he comes along to you, Rick, and he touches you on the head, and there's a surge of divine power, and you also level up to level five. Uh, and then he turns to you, Taika, and he goes, ah, Taika the Titan, I'm told you have a new moniker. Uh, and he touches you on both sides of the head and, and there's a surge of power fills you. Uh, and then he turns to you, Keel, and he, he reaches out to touch your head and then he hesitates and he holds his hand about a foot away from your head. Uh, and you hear, he kind of speaks to himself, but he's speaking common. Uh, and he goes, uh, yes, even this one? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He's speaking he- common. He was eaten by a lobster. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you see, he touches your head, and a surge of divine power fills <laughs> you, and uh, and you jump up to level five as well. You just hear me saying, "Well, I I help them live," and then as soon as it um, as soon as I say "live," it goes something. Yes. All you guys, all you guys, level up to level five. Uh, yeah. So he goes through and he touches all of you guys on the head and kind of fills you with this surge of divine power. Uh, and he looks satisfied. Um, yeah, as I as I narrated last week, he 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 looks much. He looks different to how he did before. He's got a halo now. Uh, he has a sword and a bow. His his uh, armor kind of glows, and he seems to carry himself a little bit taller. Uh, and when he speaks, his voice isn't loud, but somehow every other noise in the world seems to fade away and become background noise until all you can hear is his voice. Uh, he goes, "Yes." You have made the gods very happy. And by extension, I have made the gods very happy. And I have been restored to my former glory. And you see, he raises his arms and his wings spread. Uh, and he kind you of shines. Good, mate. You look good. Wow, that's yeah. magnificent. Yes. Wow. Um, so why did you get smote in the first place? Uh, you see, he, he kind of lowers his wings uh, and his hands kind of his hands kind of drop and his, his face changes and he kind of looks sourly at you, Rick. Uh, can you give me a persuasion check, please? I sure can, DM. <laughs> My new, like, um, beefed up persuasion. Mm-hmm. That's a 16 plus 9. I may have set um, these DCs too low. 
Okay. Tell me everything. You see, he kind of he kind of looks at you with a, a sour expression on his face, Rick. Uh, and then his his expression kind of softens as he looks around at all four of you, and he goes, "Well, I suppose I suppose you've earned that much. Very well." Uh, and he sits down on a bench, and he, he kind of safe looks, space, Gabriel. It's a safe space. Safe space, safe space. You see, he kind of mm-hmm. looks right and left, and there's no one else on the street. He's like, "Very well, I suppose I can tell." We you. all sit down too, I guess. I want to uh, sit next to him. Uh, yeah. Okay, you you sit down next to him, and um, it's kind of awkward because his wing keeps brushing the back of your head, and like it's it's feathers, it's tickly, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> you you nuzzle up to his wing, <laughs> uh, he sits down. And he goes, "Well, in some ways, all of this that is happening right now is my fault. <gasps> Monitoring the prison of the demon princes was my responsibility, Vendala." Gizzardson and Dilkash. When the three of them came to the tomb, I was elsewhere. I neglected my duty. And because of that, Demon Prince ruined everything. Who is Gizzardson? Gizzardson led the he led the thing. He, he led, led that expedition. Did you not hear the story that day? That was King no King? What? I thought that was only Fendala and Dilkash. No, Gizzy Gizzardson was there. Uh, Daru was the only one who recalled that detail. Oh. Uh, and you see, Gavizial kind of looks at you, Keel, and goes, yes, there was a third. Gizzardson. To my everlasting shame, I struck him down, and that one is no more. Is that why he's all smoky now? You see, he kind of shakes his head, and he goes, no, something else has taken its place. That's uh, not entirely Gizzardson anymore, but... um. What's, what did you roll on your persuasion check there? 25. You see, he, he lowers his gaze even further. And uh, he goes, yes, I was neglecting my duty. I was I was elsewhere. I manifested elsewhere in this world and was not watching the tomb. What were you doing? Uh, you see, he pauses for a really long time before answering. Uh, and when he does, he looks up at you, Rick, uh, with kind of tears in his eyes. And he oh. goes... I was visiting my family. (gasps) Angels have those. Nice. Yeah. I nuzzle up to him a little bit more. I didn't realize angels have family. Uh, He kind of puts his arm around you, Daru, and he's like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You say, I didn't realize angels had a family. Keel, can you please give me a persuasion check? Oh, dear. Um, That's 12 minus 1, 11. (laughs) Shut up, kill. <laughs> he kind of he kind of realizes he said too much a little bit. And he goes I said that, not kill. I said I didn't realize that they had families. I'm pretty sure that was kill. <laughs> no, it was me. Fine, fine. Rick, give me a persuasion check too. You're gonna feel stupid when you listen to the playback. Okay. It was actually me, um, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't gaslight like me. <laughs> Yes, I'm big. Uh, twenty-one. Uh, you see, he kind of he kind of looks at you, Keel, and he realizes he said too much. And um, yeah, he looks back at you, Rick, and he shakes himself. And he goes, "I wasn't always an angel, anyway." Uh, and he stands back up. Right. So kind of like a white lighter, charmed vibe. <laughs> oh, throwback. Yeah. Throwback indeed. And he turns back to me. He's like, "So in in some ways, everything that has happened, the situation now is is all my fault." Oh, don't beat yourself up, bud. So what? So what? So what now, Gav? What's next? What now? Well, uh, I believe you you have a mission from the Queen. Is that not right? 
That oh, is yeah. correct. What were you doing again? Uh, we're going to um to go get that guy. Oh yeah, that guy to the ship. Yeah, we got a new ship. Dilkash is attacking the city. Yes, King Dilkash's armies are about to capture the city, and uh, yeah, you got to get the diplomat out before the city falls. And Dilkash was Monash. Yes, that yes. was that was Monash's previous character. Yes, he was he was pretty rad. <laughs> what did what's his deal? What's his deal? Uh, so at the end of the last campaign, uh, Dilkash uh, made an alliance with Demon Bastet, seized the crown right, for himself. The sword. Uh, his friend Bastet. His friend Bastet. Uh, and he he escaped the tomb uh, with the crown in his possession. Um, Fendala swore to serve the gods um, and, and Gavizil spared him, uh, but Gizitsun would not swear to serve the gods. And so um, Gavizil killed him. Mm, and then I, and then I, I thought, then he, I thought then he, he threw himself into, into, the... into a pit. He did. He threw yeah. himself into the soul chasm. Uh, he spent time with his mum. Spent time with his mum. Right. right. That sucks. Hey, I get to spend with mum now, and she gets to yell at me for throwing into a soul pit. Sorry, thanks for the history lesson. Uh, all right, so you see, Gavisio gets back off off the bench, and he kind of shakes himself, realizing he said more than maybe he intended to. If you had nothing further, perhaps it's best that you get on with your mission. Uh, chin up, chap. It'll get better from here, I'm sure. You see, he wipes his angelic tears away, and uh, he's like, thank you, Rick. That means a lot. So, Gav, why did you come see us? Then? To it level was- us up. Yes, to, to imbue you with the god's power. Oh, we appreciate that. Yes, Thank that you, you made better Was that, was that all? Uh, more or less, yes. I wanted to tell you how pleased the gods were with you and by extension me. Uh, and you see he turns to look up at where the palace is um, and his, his wings raise again and he kind of touches the hilt of his sword and he's like, there's going to be some big, big changes around here. Uh, I appreciate your ta- time, Gav. What changes? And he goes, ah, you'll find out soon enough. I appreciate your time too. Uh, and then with a noise like a whip crack and uh, a cloud of feathers, you see Gavizial disappears. Don't hurt Amelia. Cecilia. <laughs> um, hey, captains, can we not be in the city anymore? What's yeah. that, cabin boy? <laughs> you, can see, you can see the ship uh, kind of, it's, it's just over there on the dock. And, um, yeah, it looks, like it's, it looks like it's ready to go. All right, let's go do the thing. I lead the pack. Uh, you guys walk down the key towards the, the Harpy's handmaiden. And, um, yeah, as you, as you approach it, yeah, you see it's more or less been converted into a Royal Navy vessel now. Oh, she's a beautiful ship. She is a beautiful ship, yes. Uh, here we go, yes. Uh, so you can see, yeah, there's, there's 30 sailors aboard now and there's uh, a party of 10 Marines formed up on the key. Uh, yeah, so you see a small baluster, like a, uh, a catapult-looking thing on the foredeck, uh, and you can see now on the decks there are weapons racks that hold cutlasses, axes, pikes, and fire pots. Now that's a boat. Wasn't it already a boat? You see this great big, uh, he's, he's like six, he's fully the same size as Tiger. He's like six foot six, and he's broad-shouldered, uh, but uh, he's kind of tubby, uh, and he's wearing an enormous, an enormous side-to-side kind of bicorn hat. You see, he leans over the, the after rail. Sir, this is no boat. This is a ship. Welcome aboard the Harpy's Handmaiden. I am the captain, Commander Aubrey. Welcome aboard my ship. Uh, and you see you see the Marines kind of click captain, there. Captain, we yeah. are the captains of this fine vessel, sir. And I pull out my rapier. 
Uh, and you see the Marines click their heels together um, and they start to salute you. But then as you draw your rapier, uh, the Marines kind of, uh, they look they look nervously at the captain and, and their hands go for their own cutlasses. Quick, and, come down. Uh, uh, and you see, you see the captain goes, uh, my name is Commander Aubrey. And for the duration of this emergency, this vessel has been impressed into the Royal Navy and I am her commander. Nevertheless, right, you can be her commander, we'll be her captains. Nevertheless, gentlemen, this vessel is at your disposal, and you are my honored guests. Thank pray, you, Commander. Captains. Pray, pray come aboard, gentlemen. Uh, I walk forward confidently and hope everyone comes behind me. Uh, well, well, I, I carry everyone's sleeping bags. Rick so does uh, that thing you do with a new car where you go around and you check like the wheel and you like <laughs> bang the hood, and he's like. Uh, yeah. Do you have any coconuts? Well, uh, Can I smash a coconut against the side? No, no, I don't have any. We we have a bottle of champagne if you'd prefer that. Oh, I'd rather drink that. Yeah, uh, okay, <laughs> then you know what? We won't worry about smashing anything on the side. Ex- excellent. No worries. Uh, so, so eventually you guys kind of make it aboard and uh, you see, uh, yeah, Commander Aubrey has has the Marines and, and the crew kind of receive you guys with full honours. So they line the sides and they salute you guys and like the uh, yeah, so you guys you guys go aboard and like uh, ship's boy plays a little whistle uh, and he kind of uh, salutes. He salutes. Yo, you as that's well. a good job for you next time. <laughs> um, I don't know how to play any instruments. No, you'll need some training for that. Calm down, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, so you see, you see, Commander Aubrey comes forward and uh, he salutes you guys, and he goes, uh, "Gentlemen, the Lord Admiral has put this craft at your disposal, and I will do my utmost to accommodate your wishes whilst maintaining the good of the Royal Navy." I believe you you need to be taken to Tyria. Is that correct? That's correct, sir. Rick tries to do a fancy accent and like blows up his chest, so he you know tries to be bigger. I tug on one of Rick's shawls from behind. Just <laughs> you are much smaller than Commander Aubrey, and and this yeah. is obvious. Uh, yes, well, yes, gentlemen. Then uh, I shall I shall command the crew to make sail at once. And uh, yes, see, I shall command the crew. Uh, he he turns and he goes. No doubt you already know uh, our ship's chaplain, uh, and he points to this worried looking dwarf. And you see it's Father Mackey. He's like, hey, I am I'm very pleased to see you again. Hello, Father. Ah, yes, hello. I, I spoke with the Queen and with her spy master Doric, and they agreed that it would be for the best that I accompany all of you to look after your spiritual well-being. Oh, cool, I guess. But well, happy to Probably. have you on board. And of course, you would all know our pilot, Mr. Johnson. Uh, and he indicates he indicates this kind of hunched figure, and you guys recognize Captain Johnson there. Uh, I'm sorry, we never got we never got told. One-handed Captain Johnson. One-handed Captain Johnson. You see, he's hunched over, and he's clutching his he's clutching the stump of his arm to his chest, ah. and he's just kind of muttering to himself and 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 shaking back and forth. And you, <laughs> oh, Captain Johnson, nice to meet you, mate. And I extend my hand for a handshake. The wrong hand. It's the yeah. It's the it's the it's the hand that he, he's missing. He's he's clutching. Oh. So he's missing his left hand. You see, he's clutching it to his chest. Uh, he just glares at you with just open hatred, uh, and he doesn't say anything. Um, and and it's like this uncomfortable kind of silence as he he sits there and he's just rocking back and forth, clutching the stump of his hand to his chest. Good to see you alive, buddy boy. I smack him on the back. 
you can see one of the sailors has has they've, they've outfitted him with a hook and he's just kind of like he's got the hook and he's he's got it next to his chest and he's kind of like holding it tight and he's muttering to the hook and uh yeah he doesn't say anything to you guys he just he just glares at you uh and from now on every time i narrate something happening aboard the ship just imagine captain johnson is within your eye line just just holding his hook and muttering just the whole time it'll save time but yes every time something happens aboard the ship captain johnson is nearby muttering to his hook he sounds like he's oh yeah man. quick 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 sidebar with the co-captains of the cabin boy <laughs> I mean, um, do you think we... it's another like possessed item i feel like he's just possessed with hatred do we trust him on board of this boat no can does our door lock why do you hate uh, this man but well, i mean i, really I saved him from dying us. with the queen so i saved his good hand i don't think that's going to count for much oh i but I mean, we just can't go on killing him now. Otherwise, why did I bother? Oh, no, I figure we're, we're still at the port. We could just kick him off the boat. All right. Yeah, let's Stop do it. that. Stop trying to kill this man. I'm not, I'm I'm not very comfortable with, uh, with him being around. I feel like the longer he stays on the boat, the more likely it is that we're going to kill him. Undoubtedly. I, 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 guess I, I guess hold Taika. Like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm trying to save his life, Kiel. Why do you want this man to die? Why do you want to murder this man so much? No, 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 Kiel, he's trying to get rid of him off the ship so we, we don't have to kill it. Again, why that do you want to it. kill him? I don't understand you. Because we feel like he doesn't like us. For the moment we've met him, you just wanted to kill him. No, no, he no, was going to publish no. a book for us. The first the first time that, that happened. You didn't even own. Entirely it provoked. Um, we don't want Captain Johnson on the, on the ship. Uh, he goes, first of all, it's Commander Aubrey. You'll address me by my rank. Oh, so you have to tell people you're commander? People just know I'm a captain by my Rick, energy. Shut up. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> this guy Rick. seems important. Secondly, secondly, he is absolutely essential to the operation of this ship. Johnny boy? Really? really? Uh, he, he continues to refuse to speak to you, just, just holding his stump to his chest and muttering to his hook. Oh, well, I tried, so... He's like, gentlemen, I'm sure you have nothing to fear. He's, he's a member of the of the Royal Navy. And of course, he will do his duty. <laughs> he will do his duty to his best of his ability. Uh, and you see this time, uh, Captain Johnson flashes a microsecond's worth of smile and, and he makes what could almost be interpreted as a salute to the captain. I'm um, very uncomfortable. Yeah. We're all sleeping in the same cabin, right? Uh, and, and he turns over his other shoulder and he's like, and uh, also our bosun, Jake. And you see Jake the Triton, he's like, hey, y'all, it's me. Now I'm in hey, the Jake. Royal Navy. Hey. <laughs> hey, Daru, Captain Daru. Hey, I'm still your guy. Oh, I'm so glad you're here, Jake. You just warmed my heart. How did hey, you get I'm, employed? <laughs> I'm glad you're here too, it's the Daru. British Navy. I mean, whatever country this is, <laughs> they uh, still people. Fern wheeled. He's like, oh, I, I was uh, I was pressed into the navy, uh, as was uh, as was all the smugglers who were left alive. And you see, he points at these these four guys you you recognize from the Harpy's Handmaiden for. They're like, yar, this is shits. We don't get paid anymore. Arr. All in a day's work, boys. You say that, but uh, in a day's work, we used to get paid before. So you know, ar me hearties. Why do you still ar? That's how we talk, mate. Arr. <laughs> Uh, so you see, you see, um, uh, Commander Aubrey kind of turns and he goes, Mr. Grant, 
Uh, and you see this 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 young man kind of dashes forward. He's, he's about 16, and uh, you see he's in an over-large uniform. And he goes, Mr. Grant is the ship's junior officer. He will show you to your bunks and your quarters. As I said, the voyage to Tyria will, will take all night, gentlemen, and some of the morning. So uh, I suggest you get a good rest. Mr. Grant, please show our guests to their quarters. Uh, and you see Mr. Grant kind of kind of salutes. And um, before you guys go below decks, you see Father Mackey stops you and he goes, um, please, I would like it if, if the chosen of the gods would join me. A prayer for good fortune on our voyage. Of course, Father. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Come, come on, guys. Let's do this. He grabs Daru's hands uh, and he holds his hand out. Does someone else want to take his, his hand there? I grab it really hard. Uh, he, yeah. he's, he kind of opens one eye and he's like, oh, why? Why are you doing that? Oh. I'm respectful to the gods. And uh, you see all the crew kind of bow their heads. And um, uh, I call upon Rufion, god of protection, and Sabra, goddess of the elements, to watch over our voyage. I pray that it will be uneventful and safe and that we are brought swiftly to our destination all in one piece. Uh, can everyone please give me, first of all, an insight check? Insight. Yes. How doth one insight? Five. Five. Uh, yep, nothing jumps out at you, Dilkash. Oh, uh, <laughs> do you? Nine. Nine, yep. Uh, Rick, how'd you do? I got a three. Three, okay. Uh, I'm Keel, the winner. It's all, Eleven. It's all Eleven. Uh, yeah, nothing jumps out at any of you guys uh, from what he's just said. So you guys all bow your heads and you praise your various gods. Can everyone please give me a constitution saving throw as you bow your heads in prayer? Sound good. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Three. Three. Oof. 17. 17. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you guys all pray. And, uh, Rick, last time you prayed, you kind of felt really tuckered out. Uh, and this time it's it's a little bit worse. So all of you guys, as you bow your heads and you, you kind of uh, ask, ask the gods, you, you ask them for their favour, uh, you feel this kind of unpleasant tugging sensation in the, the pit of your stomach, um, kind of as though someone's put a, put a hook in your belly button is pulling on it. Uh, and Keel, you feel this you feel this to the point of pain. So you actually take a level of exhaustion this time as you pray. Uh, and you guys, you guys looking, yeah, you can see. Kills. Would you say, would you say it's someone almost stealing our prayers? Uh, Why yeah, did your lips twitch for us? It Why feels did your lips like, twitch? it feels like someone's pulling something out of you as you pray. Yeah. Absolutely. Like the 13th God. Uh, I guess. Yes. It could be the 13th God. Yeah. It could it also, could, be. could also be completely unrelated. It could uh, be unrelated, but I don't think it is by your face. Uh, and, and Keel, yeah, you feel this worst of all and you actually experience a level of exhaustion from this. I need to go to the edge of the boat. No, oh, that was a good noise. <laughs> that was, yeah. Takes me back. <laughs> Sweet times. You see Keel starts to puke over, puke over the back rail. Uh, so once you guys are done praying and Keel's done puking, you see Mr. Uh, Mr. Grant leads you guys below decks and he's like, oh, hey. Uh, you, you've come aboard at the right time, gentlemen. Uh, there's plenty of there's plenty of room in the ship's hold now that we 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 got rid of all that that naughty contraband all those smugglers were carrying. Like what contraband? Oh, they had uh, six hundred bottles of tartar and fire whiskey aboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, where did that go? In between the vomit. <laughs> you guys never checked the ship's hold. <laughs> 
Why did you put it? That seems like something that could be fun to use. You see, Mr. Grant, yes, uh, it was all taken up by the Queen to her private stores. Uh, well, that's sad. You look yes. like you could use a drink, Mr. Grant. Actually, uh, you see, he's only 16. He has no beard whatsoever. And he goes, he goes, actually, I could use, I could use a drink. Did you, did you have something? Well, I, I don't have a drink, but here. Try this. Can, can you I'm selling give, drugs to kids. Can you please give me a drug preparation check? <laughs> 27. He gets a six. Uh, so you, you go here, try this. Uh, and he pops in his mouth and he chews it for a little bit. And he just collapses comatose to the deck. Good on you, boys. This is a sign of a, a good oh, my way. And uh, you see these sailors kind of look at him and they look up at you and they're like... Uh, yeah, you can birth down there, uh, and they they point at this cabin, and, and you guys you guys kind of go in there, and there's there's these four bunk beds uh, in 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 the cabin there, and you guys you guys can sleep in those. Beautiful. Uh, yes. Uh, so so I'm introducing a new mechanic here, a new and interesting mechanic. New and interesting. That's new and interesting. Better than just a regular new one. Uh, yes. So you guys will have all nights to to kind of sleep and and do stuff on board. Uh, so as you guys, as you guys sail over to Tyria, uh, life on board the ship goes, goes on as normal. Uh, so if you want to, you guys can, you see the, the Marines start practicing with their weapons. They're doing weapons drills. Uh, if you guys like, you can join in, in their weapons drills and you can gain a proficiency, uh, in those weapons provided you pass an intelligence check. Uh, or if you want, you can see some of the, the sailors, uh, uh, they're sailing the boat. Uh, and you guys, you guys could join in with the sailors there and try and learn how to sail a boat. That's a, that's another thing you guys can try and do. Uh, I think he's gonna go join the sailors. Yeah, I want, I want to learn to sail, sail a boat. Okay, yeah, sure. You guys do, you guys. Do I've got around the option so far. Are there other? I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's all that's going on. The Marines are yeah, practicing yeah. weapons, and um, yeah, the sailors are sailing the boat. Yes. I'm already trained in every weapon known to mankind, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and Taika, what are you getting up to? Ah, uh, yeah, sailing as well for me. Okay, uh, so everyone is taking a sailing lesson. Can you please give me an intelligence check to see what you learn about sailing sailing a ship? Do I get advantage? Uh, yes, hey. sure. Why not, Rick? Hey, Kill, you sure you don't want to go show off your uh, your skills at um uh, weapons and all? Why that? is it whenever I get to throw, I get to roll for my actual good skills? I roll poorly. That's okay. I rolled a five. Five. No, okay. Um... I rolled a five too, so I got nine. Okay. Oh, I know, I know. I got five total. Sixteen. Oh. Sixteen. And that was with advantage. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Uh yes. So Dario and Keel, you guys make a pretty poor showing of things. The sailors like here, haul on this rope. I got dainty hands. Yeah, you got very dainty <laughs> hands. Uh and and you know, you don't want to injure them because you're a musician. That's exactly right. Uh and Taika, Taika, you know, you do a slightly better job. Uh, you know, you 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 pull on the ropes a little bit harder, but you you focus so much on pulling the ropes, you don't really learn anything about how the sails are set. Uh and Rick, you jump over next to you're you're not really a physical labor kind of guy. You jump over next to the the uh the guy on the tiller and uh, you're like hey can you teach me how to steer this boat uh but then you launch into this this long and meandering story uh that may or may not be true uh and you're just kind of telling this guy how awesome you are and, and you completely forget to pay rick doesn't to tell he shows he so shows okay please don't characterize my character <laughs> you see you see rick pulls oh, out like a whiteboard and he starts drawing like <laughs> diagrams of how awesome he is it's like a, a a cartoon it's really distracting everyone's like what what is this guy doing and, and that's why you guys don't learn anything watching Rick essentially play Pictionary with himself. And then I said to her, you got to put the sail between your legs and the rope around you. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Doesn't that hurt you? 
Oh, never mind. So you guys, you guys kind of learn a little something about about. Uh, sorry, you don't learn anything at all about sailing, uh, but you try. <laughs> the enthusiasm is there. Yeah, the I got the hang of this. Guys. Don't really yeah. learn anything. Uh, and so, exhausted from your your evening's labours, you guys kind of head to bed. Uh, now, Daru, you only need to trance for four hours. So you see these other three kind of jump into their bunks and they 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 go to sleep more or less immediately. And you can hear Tyker's distinctive uh, distinctive snore. He sounds a bit like a chainsaw. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Here we go. Uh, no, I'm a good captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are, buddy. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. So, so what are you doing, Dara? You, you can you can trance in there. What are you getting up to? It's up to you. I'm gonna trance, and then I want to go back out. Yeah. And I want a full Mulan montage. Learn how to sail the boat while everyone's <laughs> Let's sleeping. Let's get down to business. <laughs> To to so, you know that's uh, you know that's Donny Osmond singing. We we're actually playing this for Sterling the other day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, me... I'm determined to learn to sail. Yeah, okay. Uh, give me, give me another, give me another intelligence check, and you can add one to it because you've already tried once. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Eleven. Eleven. Uh, you learn. Oh, Are Rick's time... diagram still up? He could have advantage because. <laughs> <laughs> You know, fine, take advantage. You, you look at Rick's diagrams and they help somehow. Inspired. 11. <laughs> you, um, yeah, you, you go back on deck and you see all the sailors kind of roll their eyes like, oh, this guy again. And uh, you do a better job this time, uh, but still still not amazing. You don't learn a whole lot about sailing the boat. How, how many days to get to, to, to eat? It's, just, it's just overnight. It's just overnight. Damn it. Um, before we go to bed... Um... I wanted to go find Captain Johnson and I just wanted to go up to him and be like, Are you going um, by yourself? Oh, yeah, by myself. Well, I'm <laughs> going to assume because all the sailors are up there as well, aren't they? Yeah, Whatever. I mean, there's sailors all over the ship. It's pretty crowded. Yeah. It's pretty crowded. Time is racing yeah. toward us. <laughs> um, hey, Johnson, I'm sorry that this happened. You see, he's, he continues to like hunch over his, his hook uh, and you can hear him kind of talking to it. He's, he's, just, he's kind of going, Yes, yes, soon, soon, yes, soon, yes, yes, soon. Johnson, are you there, buddy? Imagine he's kind of like, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's just uh, rubbing the hook. Yes. He's just rubbing the hook nonstop. Uh, and, like, yeah, he, his eyes are focused on you, Keel. He's just not acknowledging you. Uh, Johnson, do you, we, we can get you a better cook if you want. I'm talking to him, man. <laughs> He, he continues to not respond uh, and then keeps muttering to his hook. Um, I go to grab the hook. I'm like, hey, what's up with the hook, bro? Don't touch his hook. <laughs> you gotta grab his hook. Yeah. With all, with all the sailors, with all the sailors there watching. Give me, give me a persuasion check, I guess. Persuasion, okay. Yeah, whatever it is, minus one. Yeah, have you hooked him? Six. Six. <laughs> he, it's 21. You no. grab his hook. Uh, you gotta grab I'm his about hook. to get another body part. <laughs> uh, and his, his hand twitch. Uh, you see his hook hand twitches and, and he buries the point of his hook in your forearm and he deals two damage to you. Ow, what the fuck? Dude, What? And uh, he, he doesn't say anything. He just continues standing there, just like staring at you with blood dripping from the tip of his hook. Um, can I find the um, the subordinate crew members? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just kind of all, they're now all staring at this confrontation. 
Okay, can I ask him, like, what happened to your ex-captain? Oh, you mean, like, the former smugglers? Uh, the former smugglers, yeah. Okay, yeah, there's some of them nearby. They're like, yar, maybe he went utterly mad from the pain of having his hand amputated and losing everything in his life Has in he the course of one day. I mean, that is but a pretty... But all good pirates are missing at least one bit of their body. <laughs> Come on, Johnson, take it in your stride. Well, have, you, have you walked? Have you walked over there? Rick? I say Rick, that. Rick Come comes out of the cabin. Just, just, like, just saying it. Down. Yeah, Rick, Rick comes out of the cabin in a dressing gown, saying this to, to Johnson. So is this um, before or after my montage? Uh, this is this is before. This is before you guys. Go. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So has he talked to you in the past while? All right, he he be talking to us. I okay. Just wanted to check. Okay. Um. Good night. You see, they're pretty standoffish with you, with you two, that girl. It was nice talking to you. All right. Uh, so you guys, you guys head to your your cabin. You hear outside the sailors. They're not quite ready for bed yet. They start telling. They start telling tall tales to one another. And um, you can hear. You hear one of the one of the smugglers. He starts up the story. He's like, "Yar, let me tell you the legend of Keel, the Crab Crusher." Uh, he starts to tell a story, and uh, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> do, do, do you say that to him? Yes. Oh, and he's like, "Oh, I, I at once, crab crusher. Sorry, sorry. We'll, uh, we'll not, we'll not disturb your slumber. We wouldn't want you to um, crush." I us. believe it's pronounced crab crush e. <laughs> Rick. Uh, uh, yeah. So you guys, you guys kind of all bunk down in your cabin, and um, yeah, Daru, what are you? Are you going up on deck, or what are you doing? Um, for my montage? Yes, for your montage. Yes. Okay, yes. It's still the plan. Uh, so you kind of trance for four hours with the guys in the cabin and, uh, yeah, you hear the noise from the sailors subsides. They don't end up telling the story of Kill the Crab Crusher. That's okay. There'll be another time for that story. Sure. So maybe, maybe a more enlightened um, story. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. It's a much more enlightened story. And, uh, yeah, you see, so Dari, you go up on, on deck and, and, yeah, you, you fail to learn anything. You fail to learn anything about the ship. Can everyone who is down in the cabin please give me a perception check with disadvantage? As in not not Daru? Uh, everyone but Daru, yes. With disadvantage because you are asleep. Let's get down to business. Um, that is 15. What was it? Sorry, honey. A uh, perception, please, yeah. With 13. disadvantage, yep. 14. 14, okay. Uh, yes, you, you guys don't notice anything happen in the night there. Your your slumber is undisturbed. And Daru, you prance about the deck, failing to learn anything about about sailing. That's okay. Uh, I like tried. singing a really catchy song. It, he's singing a very catchy song, and he sounds just like Donny Osmond. Let's get down to business to climb up <laughs> this mast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You just wake up with the sound of metal clashing on the on the boards. Huns. All right. Yes. So you guys, you guys, yes, you sail through the night, and yeah, no one, no one's sleep is disturbed while Diary prances about deck. What an uneventful night. I feel well rested. <laughs> I'm just rubbing my hand. Yeah, une- uneventful. <laughs> oh, I love the sea breeze over the night. Uh, so, yeah, Dari was waking you guys up. Uh, so, yeah, Dari wakes you guys up. He brings you guys up on the deck, and you can see that you guys are getting quite close to... It's it's the and you guys are getting quite close to the 
the port city of Tyria. Uh, so as you approach Tyria, uh, you kind of look around, you can see there are a lot of ships in the ocean. I mean, relatively, you know, there's three or four within your island, uh, which is quite a lot. Uh, and you can see they're all uh, going hell for leather directly towards you and directly away from Tyria. Uh, you can see they're going as quick as oh. they can. Uh, and you see this merchant vessel. Um, it's it's kind of low in the water uh, and it's coming straight towards you guys. And um, as it gets a little bit closer, you can see it's loaded to the gunnels uh, with people. Everyone, there's just people standing on every square inch of the deck. Uh, and you can see it's very low in the water and it's rolling so dangerously. So it's very full. Very full. And it's rolling dangerously from side to side. And you can mm-hmm. see it's coming straight for you guys. Uh, and Captain Aubrey is kind of standing at the back of the ship and, and he he walks forward and um, you see he turns, he goes, Mr. Grant, make ready the catapults. Oh, my God. He picks up a speaking trumpet uh, and he goes to the side of the ship and he and he shouts over to the, the other ship. He's like, shear off, shear off, <laughs> damn you, or I swear I'll fire into you. Um, uh, you see this other ship that's packed with people. Uh, yeah, they kind of look panicky and 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 rather messily they they turn and and they just kind of avoid uh, striking your ship uh and you see mr grant yeah he he does what the captain says and he he clears away the he clears away the little baluster at the front of the boat uh so you guys you guys continue on into the into the port there and uh you see the captain sort of he he gestures to the drummer boy and he goes uh clear the ship for action we know no idea what's going to happen in this port and you see the drum boy sort of, he, he beats the drum and you see all the, all the sailors go on to battle stations and uh, the Marines get out their fire pots and crossbows and uh, they load the catapult and uh, yeah, the ship's, the ship's now ready for battle as you guys head into, head into the port. Uh, so yes, you guys pull into the harbour and the first thing you guys see is these crowds of civilians all over the docks. There are people just flocking down to the water um, yeah, they're crowded like 20 deep down at these jetties and keys and things like that. And you can see they're trying to push their way onto what few vessels are left uh, in the port. You see that's this, this merchant ship, uh, they're trying to put off and uh, a huge crowd of people just forces their way onto the ship. Oh, and um, going under. you see the, the crew unsuccessfully trying to, to fend them off. And um, this one's still tied up to the key. Uh, and they quickly cut the lines and they they shove off. But yeah, you see people running and they they jump and they they go for it. And yeah, exactly as Rick exactly as Rick predicted, you see uh, a rush of people hits the side and and yeah, the ship capsizes. And uh, you see it rolls over and spills like hundreds of panicked civilians into the water and, and the crew of the the ship as well. So this this is probably only about two hundred feet from your boat. And Captain Aubrey clocks this and you see uh, he puts his hand behind his back and he stares at the people who spilled into the water. And uh, he clears his throat and he goes, all hands. And he hesitates for just a second. Uh, and then his face goes hard and he goes, stand by to repel borders. Whoa. Ooh. All right. And all right. All right. How big is our ship compared to the one that just sank? Much smaller. Uh, and okay. you see the Marines, the Marines line the rail with their pikes, uh, ready to fend off anyone who, who makes it to your ship. <sighs> huh. Okay. Um, How far? Well, we're, we're almost at shore, right? Like, yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, so you see the the captain. The captain gets him to drop anchor a little ways offshore, and he sort of turns to you guys, and uh, you can see people uh, are still in the water, and some are some are pulling for other ships, uh, and other people are swimming back to the the jetties, and a fair few people are drowning. Uh, it's a pretty popular choice too. Yeah, but yeah, you see, you see the captain has them drop anchor, kind of a little ways out from the shore, and he he turns and he says, "All right, 
Well, gentlemen, this is as far as I can bring you. You will need to take a ship's boat, as bringing you any closer to the shore may endanger this vessel. What's happening over there? Why uh, would he know? <laughs> I, Why I would, would we guess, know? I would guess that these people are afraid the city is going to fall and they wish to, they wish to flee. They are refugees. Should we jump in our little rowboat? And uh, yeah, you see, they, they've, the, the crew has taken this little rowboat down, and there's there's two sailors in there. Perfection, Kiel, come on, get to Rowan. <laughs> oh, fuck her off, Rick. <laughs> uh, so you, you guys jump down. You see, the the sailors are ready to row you guys ashore. Uh, you I want to can... stand at the. Is it called the prow? Yeah, you can stand at the prow. Rick wants to stand at the prow with like one hand on his hip and one hand pointing forward. Rick, uh, something hey, a prowl. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so, so you guys, you do that. Uh, you see Father Mac, he kind of comes as you guys are settling in the boat. And oh, he goes, God. He goes, hey, I, I, I would like to come ashore and see if there's any good I might be able to do among these these poor people. Oh, to be honest, at this rate, don't die. I, I, I'm sure, accompanied by the chosen of the gods, I'm, I'm, I'm as safe as could be. Uh, and you see he drops down into the boat behind you guys and... Uh, he looks a little nervous. You get the feeling he can't swim. And, um, yeah, you, you see your two sailors kind of, <laughs> they kind of shove off and start start rowing you guys, rowing you guys ashore. Uh, and as you go, Captain Aubrey goes, remember, gentlemen, retrieve Sir Francis and Mr. Pin and return to the ship right away. Should the city fall, I cannot risk this vessel being captured by the enemy. Oh, so what he's saying is he's going to fuck off with our ship. Do you say that to him? No, I say that to the, the co-captains. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of the part of this conversation. I don't think we have control over this ship um, uh, right now, Greg. Maybe we should have left a spy on the ship. I don't know. We'll, we'll come I could back be a spy. It. No, we need you, man. We need you. <laughs> Kill, you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just jump out of the boat, go into the other boat. I go into the other rowboat. I'm just taking this boat. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you see, you see, Keel, Keel jumps in a random rowboat. <laughs> Common it yes. goes ashore. <laughs> Rows himself ashore. You see, the refugees who are using that rowboat to escape look terrified. <laughs> oh, furious dragon man, like <laughs> furious dragonborn hijacks their boat. You're coming Not with the me. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so, so you guys, you guys rapidly get to the shore, and um, you kind of pull up at this jetty, and um, yeah, the the sailors kind of let you guys out, and you see at the end of the jetty, as soon as you guys pull up, this huge crowd of people starts moving down the jetty towards your little rowboat there. Row boys, row! <laughs> and you see the the sailors do just that, and uh, yeah, this this crowd of people keeps approaching you. You know, they've they've seen you guys arrive in a boat. I grab Kill by the shoulders and I thrust him in front of us. And I'm like, he's got the pox. Stay away. He's got the pox. Coming through. Pox riddled man right here. And I'm like steering Kill through the people. Look out. Let go. Uh, give me, give me okay. a deception check, please. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Um, 14 plus 9. You see, you see, you, you grab Kill by the shoulder and you push 23. him. 23. Sorry. Yeah, you push him towards this crowd and you're like, pox riddled man. Uh, and they take one look at Keel's face and they're like, absolutely, this bloke has the pox. Uh, and you see, yeah, they they recoil more afraid, more afraid of Keel now than they are of the, the impending invasion by the demon army. 
And uh, yeah, they great. Just what I needed. I needed more <laughs> anti dragon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't see... do any good for your relations as a species. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's this kind of ten foot exclusion zone uh, around Keel as you guys walk through the, cl- the crowd there. And Father Mackey's like, "Hey, well, I- I'm not sure I agree with your lining, but it seems to have worked very well, Rick. Very well indeed." Uh, and you see, he's kind of impressed. Fine, I just draw my I just draw my long sword and I can say, I'm coming through plague ridden dragon. Move out. <laughs> they they move even further back, lest the plague ridden dragon chop them to pieces with a long sword. <laughs> uh, and you now have a, a 15 foot exclusion zone. And uh Father Mac is like, well that seems that just seemed unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, is that not drawing attention to himself? Oh no. Um, so you, you guys make it to the end of the jetty and you, you're kind of there in the port. You can see, yeah, heaps of people, but they're not paying that much attention to you now. They're, they're kind of avoiding you guys. Um, yeah, what, what do you guys do? Hey, what's the plan, guys? Do we know where, where he is? Uh, no, no, you're just looking, you know, you're looking for a diplomat. You, you would conclude probably that he would be at the embassy or, right. or a palace or something like that, but uh, you're not sure exactly where that is. Okay. So here's the plan, guys. We need to find where uh, the embassy is. Okay. I guess gold. Um, good plan, just, solid. Just grab a random person. Where's the embassy? Uh, you attempt, Keel, you specifically attempt to grab a random person uh, and they backpedal away from you as fast as they can. Uh, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> uh, do, do you continue following them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this one person. Uh, yeah, this one particular person. He's like, no, please, I'm, I'm immunocompromised. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, and you see he packs up uh, all the way all the way to the edge kill, of the key. Kill, kill, get he, out of the way. He falls backwards into the water. Is there any, like, street urgent urchins running around or something? Yeah, absolutely. There's people everywhere. I mean, all right. if anyone other than Keel tried to go for one, they'd probably be fine with it. Is there anyone, <laughs> is there anyone sort of uh, important looking? Uh, no, no. You okay, know, all pretty the, lowly. Yeah, the people crowding the docks here—they're they're kind of the the city's poorest, poorest people. We just need a local. Um, I turn to like the person closest to me, and I'm like, "Oh, I'll give you a gold if you show us where the embassy is." Uh, you see, it's this lady, and she's wearing like uh, rags, and she has uh, what you would conclude is everything, all of her per- uh, possessions on her person. Uh, and she has these children with her. Uh, she has three children clinging to her skirts, and she goes, "Please, <laughs> Mister, please." Uh, keep the gold. Just give us passage. Give us passage out of the city. My kids, please. Um, our ship already left. I can give you the gold or nothing at all. She kind of looks at your ship, which is clearly anchored there because oh, well, she I saw you that. row out. And she looks at your ship. She's like, please, please, master, please. Don't let the demons have my children. Don't let the demons eat them. Please. Demons? Ah, oh, demons. It's King Dilkash's army at the gates. They're going to feed us all to demons. Uh, yes, so so this lady's like, please, please, can you give us passage out of the city? Um, sure, yeah, I'll give you passage when we come back. You just gotta take us to the uh <laughs> the what's it called? What's the building called? Embassy. Oh yeah, the embassy. That's where I wanted to go. <clears throat> give me a deception check, please, Rick. Okay. Or are you being honest? Um, no. <laughs> and I rolled a one, so that's a ten uh with my deception. Uh, she gets a seven. Uh, so you see, oh. you see, she's somewhat doubtful, but she's got no other option. She goes, "Oh, bless you, sir, bless you." Uh, she goes, "The, the embassy, uh, the the firm-willed embassy, it, it's up next to the palace, sir. 
you can't miss it. It's uh, it's the big red building next to the palace. Up this way, sir. Straight up the main street and you'll find yourself there. God bless you, sir. We'll be waiting right here for when you return. Um, I flick her a gold coin anyway. Uh, she catches it expertly and you see her wide-eyed children follow your progress uh, up the street as you guys head towards the, uh, the palace district there. Uh, so as you guys walk down the main street, you can see most of the shops are kind of, uh, they're shuttered up. Uh, and as that you move away... feel dirty. <laughs> As you as you move away from the dock, you see fewer and fewer people. It seems like most people are either trying to get out of the city uh, or they've kind of hunkered down inside their houses and they're hoping that will protect them. So, uh, yeah, you guys you guys ahead, you see a few looters and things like that, but no one, nothing too serious going on. Uh, so you arrive in the palace district and, and this is absolutely deserted. There is no one around. Um, you can see the big red building she kind of described and uh, it says Firm Build Embassy. Does the embassy um, slash palace have a height advantage? Like, is there a, like, would we need to physically climb to, like, the top of this building to see out of the city? Uh, yeah. Uh, so the embassy is quite tall. It's three stories. It's kind of, yeah, they're taller than the buildings surrounding them. Yeah. If you climb to the climb to the top, yeah, you'd be able to, to have a better view of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look like there are people inside here? Is it deserted or no? No, you can't see anything, anything? at all. Uh, okay. The door to the embassy is closed, but you can't see a soul moving. All right. I want to pull out my shield, sure. um, but the the Dilkash army shield that I have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and just hold that so it's visible. Uh, all right. Yes, you, you do that. Maybe not the best Excellent. idea in a city that's about to be invaded by Dilkash's troops, but all right. <laughs> my logic is if there's Dilkash army people coming, I yeah. seem like a friendly. Okay, yeah. A, yeah. Like at least on first glance. Yeah, okay, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you do that and... Um, yeah, I mean, fortunately, there's no one around, so no one, no one looks at this in Askins. Uh, I walk in. Uh, okay, yes. All right, Keel, kind of perhaps the bravest of all, you guys walk straight up, and uh, yeah, he opens the door, um, and you can see a little counter there where normally there would be a clerk or a receptionist sitting there waiting for to welcome people. Uh, there's no one there, and uh, as you as you kind of open the door, um, you hear a voice calls down from upstairs. Hello there. Hello? Who's there? Are you Francis? Who's asking? I warn you that I'm armed. Uh, and you see this, this portly middle-aged man, late middle-aged man. He's got like grayish hair and he's got like a pince-nez uh, pair of glasses on his nose. Uh, you see he comes down the stairs. He's quite short um, and he's, he's holding a crossbow and it's making nervous figure eights in the air in front of him. Uh, <laughs> You see, he's pretty. He's pretty scared. He's like, "I'm. I'm warning you. I know how to use this." Yes, and we are the gods chosen. Would you like to get out of the city or not? Uh, oh, uh, and you see, he breathes out. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're the chosen. Doric must have sent you." Yes, correct. Where's, ah, yes. Uh, where's your partner? He goes, "Ah, ah, thank goodness. Yes, of course. You're here to pick up me, and of course, Mister Pin." Uh, and he, he gestures behind you guys uh, and pressed up against the wall directly behind you guys. You see this, this extremely small mousy looking man with a pencil moustache. Uh, and he's got like this gray slick down comb, comb over and he's wearing an over large suit. Uh, his head's a little bit too big and he's very skinny and weedy looking. And he's like, oh, hello, I'm Mr. Pin. Uh, and he's standing up against the wall behind you guys. And none of you had any idea he was there. Oh, oh Mr. Pin. Oh, yes. Hello, Mr. Pin. That's me. Hey, you're quite a stealthy fella. Yes, I, uh, I'm quite quiet, yes. My friends, uh, if I had any, would probably call me call me quite quiet, but uh, yes. So how did you guys get stuck here? 
Oh, well, uh, the city you see, of course, is, is under siege and uh, you're our last ticket out of here. I was hoping I could talk uh, King Jeffrey around and joining our side, but uh, to no avail, to no avail. So uh, we must get out before the city falls. Mr. Yes. Um, we should do that then. Quick yes. question. Um, I would like, is there a quick way to the, is quick way to the top? Quick way to the ceiling? Uh, yes, of course, straight up the stairs. In fact, uh, Mr. Pin needs to go upstairs. Uh, and you see, he looks at Mr. Pin. Yes, Mr. Pin needs to go upstairs and uh, get the, and he wags his eyebrows, special documents. Uh, and you see Mr. Pin's like, oh, yes, at, at once, Sir Francis. Yes, at once. Uh, and Mr. Pin kind of hustles upstairs. Uh, so, yeah, what are you guys doing? Um, um, can, can one of you, I'm going to call down, can one of you come up with me? Yeah, I'll come up. Yeah, the other two can stay down with Francis. And so who's All going right. upstairs? Me okay. and me and um, Tyka. Okay. Uh, all right. Yes. Uh, so Tyka, you and you and Keel, you follow Mister Pin up, and you see Mister Pin kind of uh, he enters a door on the first floor, kind of gives you guys a weird look. He's like, "Yes, uh, rooftop, straight up there," uh, and indicates the stairs. Um, yeah. So I mean, are you guys just going straight to the top? Peer, peer into his room. Oh, Mister Pin's room. Yeah. Give me, give me a stealth check as you peer into Mister Pin's room. 14. Uh, okay. He actually doesn't notice you. Uh, so you see Mr. Pin. Uh, damn, I didn't think you'd do this. Uh, okay. So you see Mr. Pin. He has a large leather satchel on his bed uh, and he's collecting his uh, quote unquote special documents. Uh, you see he's picking up vials of lamp oil. Uh, you can see he's picking up naphtha bombs uh, and oily rags. He's got a flint and steel, uh, just all this flammable kind of stuff. Uh you see he's at mothballs, all that kind of stuff. You see he's packing it all into this uh, over-large leather satchel. I'm going to pull my head back out. I'm just going to say, ah, Keel, he's, he's got like a satchel full of explosives. Oh, fantastic. Probably to defend probably to defend everyone. <laughs> weird, though. Why would they quality refer to it as special documents? I don't know. It's probably documents plus explosives. But if he's gonna if he's gonna board our ship, don't we? I mean, oh, sorry, I forgot you're not a co-captain. Um, if he's gonna board <laughs> three of our ships, <laughs> I feel like that should be something that he, you know, broadcasts, telecasts to us that should be walking on board with a bunch of bunch of explosives, dangerous, um, reckless. I'm glad you're very diplomatic. Bring him up, bring him upstairs to the roof. He will have a chat up. We'll have a chat upstairs while I have a good view about um, how this city is being invaded. Yeah, and then I want to. Um, call out to um pin pin you're coming up with tyka to the roof uh no i'm very busy collecting special documents in here it's important they don't fall into enemy hands oh fantastic oh man. no worries oh I'll, I'll help you mate and i barge into his room uh you can see <laughs> he kind of <laughs> stares at you like a rabbit in the headlights and and yeah you can see he's got all these flammable materials spread out all over his bed and he's filling a, a satchel he's like uh yes it is very important these documents don't fall into enemy hands and so i need to take steps to ensure that they don't what's this one i think i'll just pick up one of the one of the vials yes that would be lamp oil is what that is yes and this one over here uh that's naphtha what's naphtha uh, well, it's this, oh, geez, uh, I don't know, some kind of explosive. It's an incendiary explosive. All right, I'm going to put it all back in quotation marks and try and pop it. Um, you see, he pauses for a second uh, and he thinks and he goes, listen, uh, I have some more special documents that I need to fetch from, from the naval yard. 
I was wondering if one of you would be willing to help me carry these special documents down there and see to my safe return, perhaps. The where? The naval one? Yes, the oh, naval yeah. yard. There's some important papers down there that I need to get fetched, yes. How far, how far from the docks is the naval yard? Uh, would, you would conclude it's very close to the docks. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could, probably, we could probably manage something pending, you know, demon army. Oh, perfect. In that case, and he turns to you, he's like, uh, would you mind carrying this for me, big fellow? Uh, and he hands you this backpack filled with, with incendiaries. Nah, you can carry that one. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, just I was going to take two backpacks uh, and... and no, okay, just me then. All right. And you see he pulls this backpack on. Right. Well, uh, yes. Yes. Um, we will go via the naval yard, you and I, on the way back. Can the others hear us from up here? Uh, no, they can't hear what's going on. So so Daru and, and, and Rick, I guess you guys are down on the ground floor making small I talk just, with Sir Francis. I feel bad. It's just when I said, oh, I've got it. Oh, I have a plan. We're taking the woman and her kids with us. I couldn't leave them. It, it's hanging on my head. We're taking them with us. They'll be this well, guy's if, wife if, and kids. Uh, oh. Sir, Sir Francis. Sir Francis is like, oh, uh, yes. I suppose I could be involved in that. How many? How many are we talking here? I don't know. Um, I think there was between two and seven kids. I didn't really pay attention. How many well, kids were there, Daru? Oh, there's at least three. All right. And a woman. And a woman. Yeah. I don't know how many were hiding underneath the skirt. Mm. Oh. Was, was she attractive? Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Ah, yes. Face well, that launched a thousand ships. You know how they say. She, she, was, she was equally as attractive as you, sir. Ah, nice. very unattractive then. I high five him. <laughs> uh, he high fives you back. He's like, I harbor no I, illusions. I high five Daru. <laughs> Uh, yep, Daru. Uh, she high fives you. Uh, Rick high fives you. So, so Francis, what, um, what, 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 what do you do on a normal day? Uh, well, recently I've been very busy trying to convince Sir Geoffrey to declare for Queen Gloriana. But uh, if you'll forgive the expression, he wags his eyebrows. I believe that ship has sailed. Hey, hey, get it? Ship has uh, sailed. Uh, I do get it. Uh, let us make the jokes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, you guys, I'll say all of you guys can hear this because it's extremely loud, but you hear a very loud banging at the door and you hear a voice uh, outside go, open, open in the name of the king. Um, from see. from upstairs? Yeah, yeah, all of you guys can hear it. Uh, Rick and Daru, I guess you guys are just behind I, the door. Um, Father Matthew's like... hide to Daru. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I listen to Rick and I hide behind a, I'm going to presume it's a table somewhere or a bench. Yeah, there's furniture. Yeah, you can hide somewhere. Yeah. To Tyka. And I pull Sir Francis uh, oh, with sorry. me. Okay. Um, upstairs to Tyka. It's, um, I'm grabbing him. I'm going upstairs. Can you look at, look down? All right. I'll look down. All right. I'm, I'm going to sneakily. Yeah. I'm going to grab um, Pin. I'm like, yep. fucking coming with me. Oh, um, uh, are we going no. to the dockyard? No, okay, no. yes. Shush, follow. Um, okay. So then I'm just dragging him up. We're going up to the top, and I need to have a. I need to look from above what's happening. Okay, uh, can, so Taika, Daru, and Rick, can you please give me? Can you please give me a stealth check to see how well you guys hide? And Taika, you can do it with advantage because say you're peeping down the stairs. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Thirty-twenty. Um, 
Yep. 18. 18. All right, I'm going to roll for this guy. So, yeah. All right. Uh, you see they bang on the door a few more times uh, and then when there's no answer, they kick it in. Uh, and you see in the lead is this this knight. Uh, he's wearing full plate armour but no no helmets. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he looks like a capable dude in his mid-30s. Uh, and he's followed by these men-at-arms. Uh, and you see they're also pretty heavily armoured. Uh, they also look pretty capable and you would conclude these aren't just town guards. These, these guys look like professional soldiers. You would conclude they're probably palace guards. Uh, so yeah, they kick the door in and uh, they start to they start to look around. Uh, Father Mackey, I'll say, is hiding with you there, Rick, because uh, we didn't we didn't talk about him. He's like, "What's going on? Why are we hiding from the royal guards?" Uh, and you see the royal guards; they start to start to have a look around. And uh, you see this knight at the at the head. He's like, "They can't have gotten far. Found out. See if you can find anything. Uh, you two, And he points to two of the blokes. Check upstairs. Uh, and you see these these four guys downstairs start spreading out. So there's there's one knight and five men at arms. So the the oh. four people spread out downstairs, and two men at arms head for the stairs towards you, Tyka. Uh, yeah, what is everyone what is everyone getting up to? Okay, I need to take a breath. I'm gonna hopefully um, sneak out behind them out the door once I see like them move forward into the room. I guess. Uh, okay. Jeez, uh, what's going to happen here? All right. So we'll, we'll kind of resolve what's happening with these two guys who are going upstairs. Mm. Ta- Taika, what are you? What are you doing as these guys head upstairs? Shitting bricks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, depends how well hidden I am. I guess is there like a? Well, at the moment, you're just kind of standing at the top of the stairs. You can see, yeah, there are servants' bedrooms on either side of a hallway, uh, one of which is Mr. Pins and is filled with incendiary devices, you would assume. Um, yeah, uh, there's also, you know, another stairway up which Keel and Mr. Pin have disappeared, which you could you could follow as well. Okay. Um, uh, I'm torn, so torn. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to slip into Mr. Pins' room. Yep. Um, grab a handful of explosives on the way to yep. like a cupboard and try and hide in there. Okay, uh, so you do that. You, I'll, I'll say, you grab uh, three things of lamp oil um, and uh, a naphtha bomb, which which when thrown, you know, it's a fire bomb. I'm, I think there's a five e stat block for that. Uh, and you you duck inside a cupboard, and um, you see. So these two guys, you hear them clomp up the stairs. Keel, what are you doing with Mister Pin on the the second floor now? Two things. First, yep. it's a very quick look. Do I do I see how big is the army outside of the city? Uh, you you could go up one more floor and see them, which I assume is what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, okay, Keel, you go all the way up to the top floor, and I'll say you can slightly see over the walls. You can't get a good look though. So I guess give me a perception check to see what you can see out one of the windows. Okay, so you're all kind right. of in the center of the city rather than near the walls. Oh, nice. Um, that is a 20 plus three. Oh, what you rolled in that 20? That 20. Oh, right. Okay, great. Keel, Keel with your keen hunter's eyes. Uh, you look, you can only just see the army out there on the plane, uh, but there, you can see there's there's a fair few soldiers out there uh, wearing, you know, they've got the banners of King Dilkash. Uh, there's a lot of them, but probably less than you would have expected uh, from King Dilkash's mighty army. Uh, but you can see they're not settling in for a siege. Uh, I'll say with an at 20, you can see that uh, King Dilkash's soldiers are out there and uh, 
they're building ladders. Uh, they're going to attempt an escalade, and you would guess they're going to attempt an escalade in the next next hour or so. Um, they're going to they're going to try and just surge over Shit. the walls and t- take the place straight away. Okay. All right. Um, so noticing that with Pin, it's who's coming to get you? He goes, uh, yes. Well, it is very important that Sir Francis does not fall into into the hands of King Dilcash's army. We need to get out of here. And um, you see he looks left and right. He goes, I'm going to come clean with you. I don't need special documents from the Navy Yard. Because <laughs> I just do a slow clap. Yes, yes, perhaps you've worked that out. Well, uh, you see, I have a very special mission. If King Dilkash's army should capture the city and more importantly, they capture the navy intact, cross the Great Lake in 24 hours and invade invade uh, Tradeford, invade the capital oh, there wow. and take no. Queen Gloriana's throne by this time tomorrow afternoon. So oh, uh, my, spe- my special mission is to... Uh, Sneak down to the naval yard and uh, with my bag full of special documents, and you see he waggles his eyebrows and pats his pats his little his little bag there. Ah. Uh, burn their navy to the ground. Ah, fantastic! I feel like you're completely stupid by not telling anyone this. Particularly, yes. it's a it's a secret oh, mission, mate. Who's a spy? Yes, we are we are the chosen. We're here to save you. Yes. Uh, so, if perhaps you could maybe facilitate my mission, it is absolutely critical. As uh, Yes, the, the fate of the war kind of hangs in the balance. Either Fantastic. either the city kind of holds or I burn the navy to the ground. Uh, or King Dilkash captures Queen Gloriana and everything's all over. All right, give me one of those backpacks. Uh, I've only got the one with me. Remember, you refused to take one before. Uh, we'd have right. to go back downstairs to get more. Uh, I thought you could carry at least more than one more. I'm a small man. I was described that way. <laughs> Work out uh, so we'll, we'll cut back down to the ground floor uh, and you see, so uh, Daru and Rick, you guys see these four guys spreading out to try and have a bit of a search around. And um, you see this knight, he kind of walks behind the counter and, and he starts using the point of his sword to, to flip through some papers there. He goes, we know you're here, Francis. Where are you? The king demands your presence. We need to talk, Francis. You had promised us soldiers. Where are the soldiers? And uh, I turned to Father Mackey. No, hey, what, like, what should we do? Does your God give us any guidance here? Hey, perhaps they just want to talk. All right. I'll push him out in front of him. <laughs> shove Father Mackey out. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. You shove out Father Mackey. Wow. He goes, oh, my goodness. Fucking brutal. Uh, and he puts his hands up and, and you see this knight spins around. He's like, who the hell are you? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm Father Mackey. I, uh, I re- rep- represent Queen Gloriana. And you see he puts his hands down. And uh, <laughs> the knight's like, what? You represent Queen Gloriana? We're looking for Sir Francis, the, the diplomat. Where is he? Uh, and Father Mackey looks left and right, and he kind of looks back at you, and he, he, he mouths something incomprehensible to you, Rick. <laughs> Rick shrugs. <laughs> and, um, but as he's doing that, he loads a crossbow, crossbow bolt. Uh, and he turns back to the knight. He goes, ah, I think he already went to the palace. Perhaps we should all go and look for him there together. Rick's tapping his nose like, yeah, that's good. I'm going to roll a deception check for Father Mackie. Uh, and an insight check. For, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so they, they scored the same. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh, geez. 
Uh, so you see the knight kind of walks over to Father Mackie and um, he sort of grabs one of his, he, he throws Father Mackie to one of his guys and he goes, keep an eye on this one. Is there anyone else here to Father Mackie? Uh, and you see Father Mackie's like, no, no, there's no one else here. Uh, and the knight kind of nods uh, to his guy and his guy punches Father Mackie in the kidney. Whoa, whoa, and he's whoa, like, whoa. He's like, oh, I told you there's no one here. And uh, the knight goes, it'll go poorly for you if I find anyone. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, and uh, he, you see the knight kind of turns and he goes, come out, Sir Francis, come out. We've already found your priests. The king just wants to talk with you and then you'll go free. Uh, and uh, Daru, Sir Francis kind of leans in your ear and uh, he goes, he goes, we're running out of time. We're going to have to cut our way out of here. Do you think you can take these guys? Do you think you can take these guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm a portly diplomat. <laughs> Why do they you- want you? Well, I imagine you need to tell us now. I imagine the king's very angry because uh, I had been saying, you know, the the Queen Gloriana would send military aid if you just declare your allegiance to her. But he he never did. He never declared his allegiance to her. So Um, he's all by himself and he's probably angry about it. So the main guy, sorry, Rossi, the main guy is um, kind of like between Rick and Father Mackey, yes? Uh, yeah, he's between. Yeah, he's between you and Father Mac. Okay, well, um, Rick takes his like stealthiness and presses his crossbow against this guy's head, and he's like, "Let go of my priest." Uh, so you wanna you wanna sneak up and intimidate this guy? Yeah, with a crossbow at his head. Let's not forget the crossbow. All right, give me give me a stealth check, I guess. Uh, so this guy's thank facing you. Father Mackey also. All right, let me just pull that back open. Yep, give me a. Give me some I am stealthy. It's fine. Be you. <gasps> Dirty 20. Oh, that's good. Dirty 20. All right. Yeah. Good. I also have an idea. <laughs> oh this, guy, this guy rolls really poorly. So, Rick, I'll say that everyone in the room is focused on Father Mackey and you're able to sneak right up behind him. Uh, so, this okay. guy's standing there and he's facing Father Mackey. Uh, and then there's this kind of click uh, and this feeling of cold metal against the back of his skull. Uh, can you give me an intimidation check, please? Okay. 15. 15. All right. This night's pretty brave, oh. but apparently terrible at rolling. <laughs> um, you see you see the knight raises his hands to either side of his head. All right. What do you want? Uh, so we'll cut back up to, to Taika. Uh, so Taika, you're hiding, you're hiding in this cupboard. Yeah. You can hear, give me, give me a luck check to see if anyone comes into Mr. Pin's room straight away. 14. 14. Okay. All right. So you, you hear the door open and close and um, I'll say from your kind of your position there in the, in Mr. Pin's room, you can see one of these guards has kind of entered. What we might do is I'll get everyone to roll initiative because I feel like we're galloping towards a, uh, an encounter here. Yes. Because you pushed us towards one. You I have not pushed us just, towards You one. could have just talked to these guys. You haven't even tried that yet, uh, but I do have a pre-made encounter here. <laughs> uh, so yes, what's everyone's initiative? Please tell. Praise Six. Six. Oh, no. yeah. Hang on. It's okay. I'm good at talking. Eighteen. Eighteen for Tyka. All right. Yes. Sixteen for Rick. Sixteen for Rick. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You guys are all pretty quick off the blocks. 
except me, am I? Taika, you act first. So I will say that uh, one of these guys has entered the room and, um, yeah, you're you're hidden for now. You can see he's looking around and um, he looks pretty suspicious seeing all these incendiaries uh, lying around. What's up? What do you do? You're, you're hidden for now. This guy's probably only about 10 or 15 feet away from you. You kind of burst out the cupboard and be right on top of him. Yeah, but at this point, like, I haven't, I haven't, like, I can't hear anything, right? I'll ready my longsword and um, my shield. Yep. Okay. So you want to hold an action? I'll hold, I'll hold an attack action. Okay. Uh, so you kind of see this guy and he starts just, you know, turning through Mr. Pin's uh, incendiary devices. And, um, yeah, you see, you, you hold your action and see what he does next. Uh, so next to the initiative order is actually the knight who's leading the party downstairs. Uh, yeah, so he holds his hands up uh, beside his head and he goes, uh, and you see you see his guys kind of go to go to grab you and then they stop when they see you holding their chief crossbow point. He goes, all right, all right, what do you want? Um, I ask uh, his guys to take their weapons and give them over. You may have me, but we have your priest. Seems to me we're at a bit of an impasse. Oh, sorry, I forgot the priest guy. Yeah, give yes. me the fucking priest, mate. He's like, I tell you what. Mate, we'll I'm hand the priest around. over, and then all of us can go and chat to the king. It's oh, very okay. important that the king speak to Sir Francis. All right, that sounds amazing. Let's do that. Now just hand over the priest. Uh, give me... Are you, are you lying? Or do you mean it? Are you going to go with them to see the king? Uh, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Uh, give me a deception check. I'm rolling like shit for this guy. Hey? So am I. Um, He's a bit dim. <laughs> oh, I'm um, 16. 16. Uh, okay, you see this guy goes, all right then. Uh, and he nods to his he nods to his guy. Let the priest go. Um, I'll, I'll, say that's, I'll say that's the end of his turn. And you see his all guy, right. his guy lets Father Mackey go. Keel, that is your turn. You're upstairs with, uh, you're upstairs with Mr. Pin. Can I look? Is there a way that I think I could get down without going the same way that I went down? Uh, yes. You kind of look out the window and you can see, yeah, uh, with a bit of a climb, a bit of a risky climb, but not that risky. Uh, you could probably, yeah, climb climb down the outside of the building onto the onto the roof of a neighbouring building. As in, I can get pinned to do that. As in, like I can get a rope out. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. If you got a rope out, yeah, that'd be easy peasy. Yeah, you could just do that without making a climb check. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm going to get a rope out and it's like, pin, we're going down. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, to the naval yard, correct? Correct. Uh, as long as everyone else gets out. Uh, yes, right. Okay, yes, let's go. Uh, so is that what you're doing? You're just throwing a, throwing a rope down and climbing onto the neighbouring building? Uh, yeah, with, with pin, yes. All right. Uh, yeah, so you do that. You, you throw a rope out the window and you, you tie it to something secure looking. And uh, yeah, you see Mr. Pin uh, kind of uh, displaying uh, an unnatural agility in, in mm-hmm. a rather mild-mannered Clark. More, he's more agile down the rope than you would expect. Uh, yeah, you see, he's he's on the roof of the neighbouring building in a trice, and um, yeah, you follow him down. And the two of you guys are now, yeah, you guys are on the roof of, of the building next door with uh, with a whole bunch of incendiary devices. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, all right, so Keel, that is your turn. Reckless Rick, it's back to you. So you see okay. what. I um I shout out to So you see they let go they let go of Father Mackey. And he's like walked over towards us. Father Mackey. Uh he's just kinda of off to one side of the guards. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um I go I shout out to Sir Francis and and I ask if we're gonna go see the king. I'm like, Oi Francis, do you wanna see the king? I haven't moved my crossbow yet, it's still like pointing at his head. Sir Francis kinda of looks at you, Daru, and he goes, What do you think? Can you kill these idiots or not? 
Do you trust us? Yes, very much so. Okay, follow my lead. Okay, very well. What, what should I say? <laughs> Nothing. Um, Nothing. I pull out my crossbow, point it yep. at him, and then yep. tell him to stand up. Who <laughs> you pointed at, Sir Francis? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so Rick, reckless Rick, for your turn, you don't you don't hear a response from Sir Francis. What what are you gonna do? Oh God, I'm just gonna hold my attack then. You hold your you hold your attack. All right, yeah. you wait for a tense moment. Uh, it's the two guards' turn next. They also hold their turns. <laughs> Daru, that's you next. So you point your crossbow at Sir Francis and you tell him to stand up. Yep. <sighs> uh, all right, give me, give me an intimidation. I believe in you, Daru. I believe in you. I'm not trying to... I'm asking him to trust me. Oh, uh, persuasion then, I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nat one. Oh, nat no. one. Oh, dear. Um, I'd say this will work either way. That's okay. It just depends on how he feels. You point your crossbow at him and he's like, <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. You're supposed okay. to be getting me out of here. Trust me. I've got him! <laughs> <laughs> Are you still holding the shield? The yeah. Enemy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Uh, so you, you kind of walk out with Sir Francis' crossbow point and you're like, I've got him. Give me, I guess, a deception check on this night. 25. Uh, all right, he's, he's finally got a good role, but not good enough. Uh, you see, he turns to see you, and he's absolutely bamboozled by your appearance. He's like, who the fuck are you? Rick's eyebrows are so quizzical right now. <laughs> I'm a soldier. One of the, the, the army's soldiers, the, the, the town went crazy, but I found Sir Francis. Uh, and you see, he turns back to you, Rick, and he puts his hands down, and he puts his hand on his sword, and he goes, well, I guess it's all over for you, brave one. Oh, so, fuck. I let the loose uh, bolt loose in his head. Oh, like, you shoot him? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give me, give, me, give me a range attack with advantage, then. <sighs> okay. My plan um, was to also kill the soldier in front of uh, Sir Francis with my crossbow, eventually. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figured was happening. Um, yeah. So it's... Hoping Rick would follow my lead. So it's 21. <laughs> 21. Uh, yeah, that will, I believe, hit him. Yes, it will. Okay, let me just do up my damage. 22. Uh, okay, you shoot him directly in the face, and he's like, ah, oh, my beautiful face. Ah! Oh. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, your, your bolt just, like, enters his enters his cheekbone like Henry V style. Henry? Henry V yeah, style. And, uh, yeah, you fuck him right up. Uh, but he is still up, despite the fact you've fucked him blade, in the face. That's him. Fuck him up. <laughs> Uh, all right, that uh, Daru. Uh, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna then shoot someone else, you can also. Yes, do that. Uh, whatever, whatever guards closest. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, do it up. Uh, I'll say uh, that does. is that is one of these two guards. Sure. Yep. Does a uh, fifteen hit? A fifteen does not hit. Uh, uh, so you lose your crossbow bolt, and this guy kind of ducks at the last second, and uh, yeah, deflects mm. off his off his helmet. Uh, and Sarantis is like, "Ah, you're insane! What are you doing?" Uh, all right, so uh, after you, that is Feather Gale. That is, I mean, sorry, Mysterious Knight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is that is Knights 1 and 2. Uh, he has a feather on his head. He does, yes. Uh, Knights 1 and 2 who are upstairs. Men at Arms 1 and 2 are upstairs. Uh, so number one, he is in the room with you there, uh, Taika, and you see this guy kind of, uh, he sort of stiffens up when he hears the scream from downstairs, uh, and you hear it too, uh, and you see he turns and goes to leave, leave Mr. Pin's room. Um, yeah, then I'll, I'll come charging out of the room when as soon as he's turned his back to me. I'll say you can get a surprise attack on him. Yeah, uh, give me give me an attack with advantage. Uh, that'll be 22. Uh, yes, that will hit. 11. 
11 damage. All right. Uh, yeah, you you kind of jump out and, and you chop this guy good. And he's like, what? Uh, and he half turns towards you. And then, yeah, you bury your longsword kind of in his in his shoulder. Uh, and, yeah, you heard him, but uh, this guy's still up. He's like, ah, what? Ah, it's crazy. Uh, then as a bonus, I will rage. Rage. Uh, what, what rage damage do you get? I'll apply that to this guy as well. Uh, I think it's just one, right? One? Uh, okay. All right. All right, there we go. He looks slightly worse for wear. Oh, no, it's two, sorry. Two, okay. Right. It looks even looks slightly more worse. Even slightly. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you not get two attacks as part of your attack action? Um, I do. I just wasn't sure because of the holding action whether I get Yeah, to no, you get, get Yeah, both. take a second attack. Right, yeah, do it up. Yeah. Are they both at advantage? So I get both counters. I'll say, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, oh, that 20. Oh! 20. He's dead. When Ross is being really nice about attacks and stuff, it makes me really worried that they're too hard. <laughs> 19. 19. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Uh, uh, yeah, so you, you dash. So, Tyke, you burst out of this wardrobe. Yeah, you fucking you slash this guy across the shoulders. He's like, ah! And then, yeah, you fucking stab him through the back. Uh, he's up, but barely. Uh, and he spins around. He's all like, ah, where the fuck did you come from? And Your mama. Gonna... <laughs> what? No, I came from my mama. He said he's disorientated on account of blood loss. <laughs> he's like, so are you saying you're my long lost brother, Steve? Uh, no, I'm, your, I'm, your, I'm your pappy. <laughs> I hate my pappy. Uh, he says he's going to take two attacks on you. <laughs> Uh, with a dirty 20. Uh, well, that, that'll hit, I imagine. Yeah, dirty 20 would, uh, would hit. Uh, all right, so he, he slashes at you. His first attack misses. You parry it, but he gets you, he gets you on the second one. And he rolls really well. He does 10 damage, uh, which would be half to five. And you see, he's like, how do you like me now, Dad? It's just but a flesh wound. Uh, all right, that is that is the one of the knights downstairs. Uh, so there's there's him and, and two others who've kind of held their actions. Uh, and they're kind of all going to go now. Uh, so you see one goes for you, Rick, after you shot the leader in the face. Mm-hmm. Does he? Uh, so he attacks you twice. So he gets a nat 20 and a 22 <laughs> to hit. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. That obviously hits. Yeah. Um, can I use that uncanny dodge thing? Yeah, to halve the damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he crits you for uh, 13 damage, which will be half to six because okay. you're uncanny dodge. Uh, and then his yep, second yep, yep. attack will do uh, only seven damage. Okay, so that's the full seven? Yeah, the full seven. That. So that's 13 in total? Yes, 13 total. That is ouchie. <sighs> okay, so you see he chops you good. Uh, and the second guy is going to go against you, Daru. Yep. Now all my good rolls are coming out. All right. Uh, that is a 21 and a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. They both hit. 10 damage. Okay. Uh, and you see, uh, yeah, you see the last guy goes for Father Mackey. That's just really petty. You see yeah. you see the knight's like, finish the priest. And Father Mackey's like, fuck? no. Oh, no. Hey, yes. Uh, and see, he crits on Father Mackey. Oh. oh, 16 damage. Um, that's not good for Father Mackey. Uh, oh. uh, so yeah, Father Mackey has gotten tougher, but he's not that tough. And uh, yeah, you see, Father Mackey looks pretty hurt. He's like, "Hey, why? Why does this keep happening?" Uh, you see, yeah, uh, he, he Rick shoved now. you in. Rick shoved you into <laughs> danger. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, my fault. Yeah. Uh, all right, back up the top, uh, Tyker. That is you. Yep. You see this guy in front of you. He's like, 
Fuck you, Dad. You should never have left us. Why did you leave me, Daddy? Why? Fuck you, I should have pulled out and then uh, reckless attack. <laughs> Ashley, you're a father. God damn. Uh, 19 to hit for the high one. Uh, yeah, 19 will hit. That's 12 damage. 12 damage. Uh, finish finish this guy. Just lop his head off. <laughs> uh, you see, he's all like, Daddy, Daddy, why did you leave me? <laughs> and uh, with a look of, of shock and astonishment on his face, uh, yeah, his head flies through the air and, and clonks to the ground. I don't. I don't really feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, on my way out of the room, can I swipe up another handful of like incendiary devices? Uh, yeah, I'll say. I mean, you probably have a bag of some kind. Yeah, you can fill your bag with them. I'll What's have half a dozen, half a dozen lamp oils and two naphtha bombs if you like. Did you not have? Did you not have another backpack ready? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a backpack there. You can take a backpack full of them if you want. Cool. I'll grab the backpack. Uh, okay, you now have a backpack full of incendiary devices, which, as I say that, uh, I realise might have been a mistake. Sounds but, uh, a little OP, but I like it. Yeah, I, I like can it. I can see the skeleton tits up real quick. Yeah, and then I... Um, how much... I imagine that's all my actions, but I've probably got movement left. Uh, yeah, you could probably get all the way down the stairs if you wanted, yeah. Was there a second guard around, or...? Uh, there's a second guard somewhere on the second floor with you, but you don't know where until you open the door. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll open the door. Uh, you can't see him. He's probably in one of the other bedrooms. I'm going to run downstairs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Shimmy go. Shimmy go. Yeah. Shimmy go. Don't run into him. and crash tackling down the stairs. Then um. Then I'll just uh, no, you don't. You don't. You don't see him. You would conclude he was somewhere. Uh, still upstairs behind you somewhere. Cool. Got to keep that rage down. You get to the bottom of the stairs, and uh, yeah, you can see there's just a general brawl uh, breaking out there, and Sir Francis is backing away from it. He's like, "Get in there! You the big one. Get in there! Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that is that is the knight's turn. You see, he recovers from it. He's like, ah, oh, oh no, Gloria, my wife. She will surely leave me when she sees what a beast I've become. Oh, I'm hideous. Uh, you see, he covers his face. Um, uh, but he then draws his sword and he's like, you'll pay for this. Uh, Rick, you piratey person whose name I know now. For some How reason. do you know my name? It's written on your shirt. All right, yeah. Uh, and you see, it's like, listen, uh, what is it? Uh, Rick knows best, written on your written on your jumper. Then. By Gina's hoodie. Yeah, like Gina's hoodie. You've got to stop <laughs> writing your name on your things. It's so I don't lose it in the orgies. Uh, so yeah, he runs in, you see he draws his sword and he runs in. Uh, so that's a 23 to hit with the better one. 12 damage to you. Do I get my uncanny dodge back? Yeah, you can uncanny dodge, yeah. Ooh, yeah, good. All right. uh, so that'll have it to six. Uh, yeah, so he chops down on you. He's like, surrender and come before the king. No. No. Oh, well, I guess we'll keep fighting him. Ah! <laughs> Huzzah! Uh, Keel, that is your turn. You can hear quite the ruckus coming from uh, coming from the embassy now. And uh, yeah, you and Mr. Pin are kind of outside with a, with a bag of incendiaries. You said we're on the another building now? Yeah, you're, you're on the building next door, on the roof of the building next door, yeah. All right, so how, what is the path? What is the way to get down? Uh, you can see there. You can see there's a door that is providing roof access to this other building. It's it's a different embassy from a different different petty kingdom. Uh, it appears to be deserted. We head down to that. We're going to we're straight to the bottom. Uh, all right. Yes. Yeah, so you and Mister Pin, you kind of kick this door open, and yeah, you guys you guys head down through the building. He's like, oh yes, I can't wait to, to finish my mission and head home. You're you're making the right decision here, young man. What was your name? Keel. Oh, Keel. Yes, I think I come to think of. I've heard a song about a Keel. Is he a relative of yours? <laughs> no, no need for conversation. Oh yes, okay. No need for conversation. Yes, stick to the mission. Yes, got you. Of course, yes. Uh, right. And you guys, you guys make it to the ground floor there. 
Yeah, basically my entire turn is getting to the ground floor, isn't it? Uh, yes, it would be. Yes, it'd be a dash action to get to the the bottom of the. Okay, cool. Building. Then then no comment about any further things then. Uh, all right, reckless Rick, that is your turn. You have this furious knight kind of jabbing you up and demanding that you surrender. Couple of questions. You also have one of his men at arms standing next to you as well. Then I'm gonna fuck him up, the one that I shot in the head. Uh, so you see, Father Mackey's like, "Hey, reckless Rick, you look injured. Do you need my Do you need my help?" That would be amazing, Father. Hey, of course. Let me let me let me bomb your wounds. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's gonna. He's, He's going to try and cast a spell here is what he's going to do. Let me feel your hot loving. I mean, healing. Uh, you see, he looks really uncomfortable. He's like, should I not do this? <laughs> no, go deeper. I, uh, <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable right now. Uh, but nevertheless, he touches you for... <laughs> Classic priest. <laughs> <laughs> he, gives you, he gives you seven Whee! hit points. He gives you seven hit points back. Delicious. Okay. Yeah. Until next time, father. I, why why do you keep flirting with me? I'm not interested. I'm a priest. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, so I'm going to attack Mr. I shot him in the head. Yes, uh, you see, he looks very upset. Flannel Lurgy. Um, yes, that's his name. I'm I'm Sir Flannel Lurgy. <laughs> Surrender at once. Um, all right. 15 plus 8. Uh, yes, that'll hit. Right, love it, love it. 15 plus 7. 22, okay. Oh, wait, uh, no, 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 there's more, Russ. There's more. Jesus, all right. Then you add the plus four. 26. 26. Uh, okay, you you jabbed this guy up, but uh, yeah, he's still up. He's like, ah! Are you kidding me? Okay, so, well... So Flatterlurge is my name. Ah, my <laughs> dick! Uh, and you stab him right right behind what? the codpiece, right okay. dick. Ow. All right. Well, I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Yep, you do that, yes. Kind of move towards Tyker as he comes down the stairs. Uh, all right, you go and run over next to Tyker, and uh, Tyker, you arrive at the bottom of the stairs as Reckless Rick, bleeding heavily, kind of kind of runs up to you. Okay, not that heavily. All right, just <laughs> sorry, just bleeding. I um, I extend my hands and I'm like, tap me in, tap me in, <laughs> co-captains. Anyway, co-captains. <laughs> what co-captain? <laughs> this, this is just Keel like I'm not a captain I'm just going to do my own adventure <laughs> yeah, unrelated now <laughs> that is the two men at arms who are in the room there what what can they do do they have crossbows or anything no they don't dick tricks uh, dick tricks yes sick tricks but yeah, it's okay sick tricks no you see one of them does pop tree of the penis for a bit and uh, nice. the, the knight kind of slaps him and he's like he's like knock it off it's not time for that <laughs> Uh, all right, so one of them's going to go for you, Daru. No, stop that. And he gets a one and a two. Uh, so you see, he's like, he's too busy. He's too busy playing with his penis to, to really focus on what he's doing. Uh, and so, yeah, he, he does a bad job. He does a crappy job. Uh, you see the other one, he's going to throw his spear at you, Rick. Uh, so you see one of these guys gets his spear and he throws it at you, Rick. Uh, and he gets 12 and he misses. Oh, thank God. Uh, so he does a bad job. Uh, so Daru, that is your turn. Oh, great. Um, I want to stow my crossbow and take out my rapier. Yep. Uh, there's a guy right in front of you. Do it up. Hey, we use the same weapon. Great. High five. 11? 11. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you don't hit. You try and stab this guy, and he's like, ha, 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 You seem like a kind of musician rather than a sword fighter. It's true. <laughs> uh, you see, he gives you polite little snaps before going back to trying to murder you. Okay. Uh, so that is, that is men-at-arms number one. He's dead. Uh, that is men at arms number four. So he's standing over by the door there, uh, and you see he looks to the knight. Uh, what do I do, boss? 
Uh, and the knight's like, get him, obviously. Uh, and he's going to run for you, Rick, but he's not. He doesn't have quite enough movement to to get there. So he takes a dash action. And uh, yeah, he's he's all up next to you, uh, Rick and Tyke, and yeah, that's where he is. I'm going to waggle my bum at him. Waggle, waggle, waggle. Uh, you do that, and uh, you see, he seems kind of keen on it. He's, oh, he's like, no, that's not what I wanted. I wanted him to like, be enraged. He's like, hey, waggle at me, big boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Rick steps behind Tiger. <laughs> yeah, that thing says the weirdest encounter. <laughs> uh, that's night number two. Uh, so you guys hear a door slam upstairs, uh, and this guy kind of goes, yeah, what's going on down there? Is this business busy. as usual? Just um, keep searching the rooms. Yes, I would like a cup of tea. Thank you. Uh, the, Did you say the, scones? <laughs> the knight's like, get down here, you idiot. Uh, and, and yeah, you hear him come down the stairs behind you guys there. And he's going oh. to go for you there, Tyker. Uh, and he does a bad job. He, he misses both times. Awesome. Uh, so you guys have one in front of you and one behind you now. Uh, back up the top, Tyker, that is you. Me. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm in I'm in combat with two enemies? Yes, there's one in front of you and one behind you. I will attack the one that came towards us from the night side. Okay, yep, do it up. Oh, sorry, 18 plus things. Yep, that will hit. And the second one is 19 plus stuff. Uh, they will both hit, yes. 20 damage total. 20? Uh, okay, this Three. guy comes down the stairs, uh, takes two slashes at you and completely misses. He's like, you'll rue the day you ever crossed uh, Mean Clyde. That's me, I'm Mean Clyde. Uh, and he, he runs runs over to you and then he's like, oh, oh, Jesus, uh, as you stab the shit out of him. Uh, but he's still up. Cool. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to shove him with my shield. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, yep, you, you do that. What does he do? Oppose, uh, oppose athletics? I think so, yeah. Uh, all right, what is this guy? Where's this guy? Uh, he gets uh, an 11. 12. Uh, okay, yes, you, you shove him. What is that? It's five feet backwards, or does he fall prone? Uh, fall prone. Uh, okay, yes, you knock him to the ground. All right, so this guy runs in. He misses you twice. Uh, and, um, yeah, you just kind of you damn near disembowel him and then punch him in the face with your shield, and he falls on the ground. Uh, and he's like, oh, me and Clyde is having a bad day. Oh. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yeah, that'd be it. All right, that is back over the night. You see he's bleeding heavily. He's going to say, all right, all right, all right. Everybody calm down. We don't need to fight. Which night is this? This is the leader. He's like, the king just wants to speak with all of you. The king doesn't know all of us. Yes, but you all seem pretty tough and important, so. Um, that's great. That's a great observation. Well done. Yes, we are very tough and awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We're not um, yeah. sissies. We're not losers Nancy's. at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely not us. Um, okay, well, if they want to surrender to us, we can take them prisoner. Is that what we're talking about here? Okay, we'll surrender to you on the proviso that you all come to the palace with us. Um, why are you making rules? Because Look, you're about to die. No, this is a condition that. for my surrender. Do, 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 do you accept it or not? No, you can surrender or so not. What, wait, what's the, what's the condition that we, we go to the palace with you? Yes, yes. And talk and, to the king. And in, in trade, you throw down your weapons, and we tie and we tie your hands together. Well, I mean, you can you can my my guys will throw down their weapons, and you can tie their hands together. But I'm knight. I cannot I cannot submit to such thing. But I swear on my honor as a knight, you will not be harmed. Mm. Rick mm. shakes his head. Can I, yeah, can I whisper to Rick? 
Yeah, go yeah. for it. I reckon we do go see the king at the mm. palace, but like, you know, 10 years from now. Okay, yeah, I hear you, but I'm really curious as to what this king wants now. <sighs> do we have time? Uh, that's a good point. Um, all right, well, yeah, we'll say we'll do it, but we'll we'll decide on that later. Uh, all right, so you see the the knight goes, all right, boys, throw your swords down. Uh, but he, he keeps his, obviously, because he's a oh, knight. Oh, fuck no. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's a knight. He can't give up his sword. Cunt's nearly dead, all right? Like, he just, no. He's like, I think you're underestimating how tough I am. Okay, well, maybe I am. He's got a crossbow through the face, right? He yeah. does, yeah. He, he looks pretty hurt. All right, counter offer. Two options. Option one, you all die. Option like two, mm-hmm. you let us leave. Mm, I like that too. Option mm. three, mm-hmm. you all die and let us leave. Oh yeah, that scratches oh. that itch. Yeah, I feel like usually, usually this usually this group has a conscience. Where's anyone? Where's yeah, Kiel? Where's Kiel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, give, give me give me an intimidation check before we find out where Kiel is. Uh, it's uh, low. It's like um, like a, probably like a ten or eleven. Uh, he goes, I will never, ever submit to being disarmed. Uh, and you see, he runs at you, Rick. Uh, and oh, he's gonna take, fuck. Okay. He's going to take his attacks here. He gets a 12 for his first attack and a nat 20 for the second. Oh, the second one hits. Uh, so that's going to be... That's not so bad. He does 22 damage to you. I'm going to halve that. Yes, you use uh-huh. your uncanny dodge. Cool. <laughs> uh, so you see, he runs in and he chops on you. Uh, and, and that is his turn. Uh, so Keel... Uh, we cut over to Keel. He's, you, you're now like uh, at the doorway of the building next door, and uh, yeah, you can hear there's a lot of shouting and screaming, uh, followed by a lull for some quiet conversation. Then more shouting and screaming uh, coming from coming from your embassy. Well, I guess have a quick look. Just have a quick look back. I'm like, mm, they probably have it. Mister, <laughs> like, come on, we need to. No. We need to finish the mission. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's go. Alright, you guys head off to Mr. Pin's mission. I have like this whole submission plan for this, and you guys could not have picked a worse person to carry it out. <laughs> uh, so Keel and Mr. Pin hurry off uh, towards the docks. Rick is Mr. just sobbing. Where's Keel? Uh, on Mr. Pin's secret mission. Uh, speaking of Rick, uh, Rick, oh. that is your turn next. Uh, so this night is all up in your grill. Okay, well. Um, uh, and one of his boys is next to you, and uh, yeah, there's another guy. Another guy. Also, but like. Um, Tyker's right next to me too. So. Yeah, yeah, you could you could use your sneak attack damage. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Oh, uh, it's sorry. Yeah, uh, Father Mackey acts on your turn as well, Rick. Uh, you see, he's still over by the door. Okay. Uh, he's like, stop! All of you, stop fighting! Come on, we'll just go talk to the king. No one else has to die. Please, you are chosen of the gods. Um. All right, I'm gonna roll to attack. All right, I rolled a nat twenty. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's, okay, so Father Mackey makes his impassioned plea for mercy as you fucking stab this guy. He's very dead. He's extremely oh. dead. He only has 13 hit points. How do you finish this guy? I just, um, oh god, I didn't want it to go this far. Uh, you can do Rick, non-fatal damage if you want. But he did just run at me screaming. No, I'm just going to go through his eye and out the back of his head. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, okay, yes, this guy runs at you and yeah, you stab him right through the eye and um, yeah, you kill him stone dead. This guy's fucking dead as shit. Uh, and you, you kind of look around, you see his guys throw their weapons down. They're like, all right, we give up. We give up. Oh. 
Uh, and you guys are kind of kind of out of combat there. Easy. There's this there's these four men at arms around the room, and they're they're kind of all holding their arms up. Hey, Rick, awesome. look at these Nancys. <laughs> Nancys. <laughs> is the Rick um does- the knight's sword? Is it? Yep. Is it? Does it look really nice? Uh, it's pretty nice looking. It's a great sword, is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's pretty nice looking. It's got like a nice uh, golden hilt, and um, yeah, it's a fancy looking sword. But yeah, it's got the stats of a of a great sword there. I'm gonna take this one for Keel. I know he was he was on off a really good sword, so <laughs> I, think I did like miss Keel. We won't we won't tell him how we got it, but we just <laughs> we got him got him a present. We bought it. Like yeah, that. we we bought yeah. it with our with our winnings. Yeah, winnings. Yeah. Yeah, and then we yeah. gave some to charity. He'd like that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. That's what we did. Hey, uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys defeat the the party of King's Guards sent to arrest you, and uh, yeah, you take these four kind of guards captive. Uh, we'll cut over to Keel hurrying through the deserted city streets with Mister Pin at his side. Uh, so ah, Keel, go, 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 go. You see, he's like, yes, it's uh, absolutely critical importance that we burn the navy at the docks, otherwise, sir. Uh, Yes, King Dilcash's army will be at our front door tomorrow morning. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm very glad you're here to help me, young man. Yes, you've said that a couple of times now. What is your plan about getting it in? Uh, you see, he peeks around the corner and you can see the naval yard's mostly deserted. It seems like most of the guards and most of the marines and sailors have been pulled away from the naval yard to um, to defend the walls. Uh, but you can see, yeah, there is a big crowd uh, of people kind of clamouring to, to get in because they, they want access to the ships and they want to try and escape on these ships. Um, and you see Mr Pin looks around the corner and he's sort of like, oh, dear, bugger. Uh, hmm, let's see. Uh, I'm going to need some sort of distraction uh, if you can occupy the guards while I sneak on in there, I think I can probably get away with it. So, um, what you can do this, but you, you can do this by yourself. Oh, yes, yes, I'm quite capable operative, you see, my man. Yes, and what is your strategy for getting out once you've operated? Oh, well, I'm going to slip over this wall here and I'll probably get out the same way I came in. Maybe I'll slip out the same way I came in, maybe I'll kill a bloke and sneak out in his uniform. Either way. Uh, I'm sure I'll be able to get back out. I just need you to hold the guard's attention. Uh, do you think you'll be able to do that? Oh, dear me. All right, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, so you can see there's a big crowd of refugees outside the outside the docks there. And, uh, yeah, you can see these guards kind of, you know, they're, they're pretty alert looking. They're, they're keeping these refugees back from stealing all the boats and that. All right. I'm, how big is the crowd? Uh, there's probably about 50 or 60 people, not too many, because uh, you can see the, the Marines guarding the dock, uh, they're armed and they look like they're pretty keen to use their weapons. So not too many people and they're staying a little ways back. I'm going to draw my sword and I'm just going to shout, Plague ridden dragon, ah! <laughs> plague ridden <laughs> dragon coming through. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check and I'll say it with advantage because the the rumors of, of a dragon a dragon folk with plague in the city has has spread. <laughs> Just like the plague. <laughs> all right. That is a 15 minus what? 14. Ah, uh, okay, yes. All right, yes. Uh so you, you go plague ridden dragon folk, plague ridden dragon folk, and you see the, the crowd starts to part in front of you. And um, everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no, it's him, the dragon folk. Oh, I don't want the dragon folk. Get out of this here. He'll give you the play. I heard he has scale rock. Isn't that an STD? Yeah, just don't fuck him. You'll be fine. I'm not staying around to find out. Don't get close to him. Uh, and, and you see they also kind of move out of your way. Um, I, I do that to walk up to the guards. And I was like, yes. I hope you- that assists. 
you 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 make it to the front and uh you kind of you glance over your shoulder and you see Mr. Pin is gone now. Uh he's he's not where you left him. Um yeah. you see the guards are uh, there's a, a guard there and uh he's like civilian halt where you are you are not permitted to access the naval yard. I I promise you I will not be accessing the naval yard. I wanted to assist in uh the people, civilians that are occupying here. Uh, what are you? Are you going to clear all these blokes away? Is that what you're saying? Well, Didn't you just say you had played? Yeah. Can you not tell acting? Oh, I thought it might have been some kind of chemical warfare. And you hear the people on either side of you are like, "What? So do you? Not, do you not Gosh. really have plague?" I know. I do have plague. Oh, oh uh, he's back off. Uh, and the guard's like, get out of here, you plague-ridden monkey. Uh, can you give me can you give me a persuasion or performance check, please? Oh, dearie, dearie me. Okay, what do we get? We get a 12. 12. Uh, while you're talking to this guard, you can see the other guards are kind of losing interest in the interaction. And um, one of them turns their head. And um, he's all like, hey, hey, who's that bloke? What's he doing? Uh, and he points oh, to someone me. behind the wall. <laughs> and you you see the marine sergeant's like, ah, hey, yeah, go go and find out what that bloke's doing. Uh, kill. You, you, what, what do you do to that? Um, mate, no, we don't need to do that. There's nothing. Pretend you're having a heart attack. Pretend you're having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to activate um blood curse of the eyeless. The per- the ones that are looking before they get a proper look, I'm going to use my reaction to make them blind. Whoa. Here we go, Keel. Here we go. I'll say if you want to do that and 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 kind of claim that that your plague is spreading, uh, then yeah, you can give me intimidation persuasion with ex- with advantage. It's all negative one. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Let's let's give it a go. I believe in you. Uh, I have a eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Yes, that is that is my final DC here. Uh, all right, so you see, they they all kind of turn and look, and they see the person. They see the person behind the wall, and uh, the sergeant's like, "Go and find out." And then you see one of the guys is like, "Ah, oh, oh my eyes!" Um, and you see, he waves his hand in front of his eyes. He's like, "Everything is going red." Uh, oh yeah. They turn oh, back I'm to so you, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, oh, you do have play. Get out of here!" And you see <laughs> the the crowd, and the crowd kind of recalls, and they're like, "Ah, oh, play, play, unclean, unclean." Uh, you see, they start pelting you with like rubbish and, and dung and bricks Aww. and things like that. Flee, you idiots. The, the no, army's you actually uh, Dilcash is coming. Dilcash is running and you get away. Uh, <laughs> they argue with you briefly that, that by queuing outside the naval yard, they're trying to flee. Uh, uh, yeah, eventually, you see, as they continue pelting you with rubbish, uh, you see Mr. Pin uh, in a foreign foreign sailor's uniform. You see him drop over the wall soundlessly, and he gives you a thumbs up. Uh, and he jogs he jogs away down an alleyway. And then I leave. Um, <laughs> I I guess <laughs> have my sword in the air. Get out of my way. Uh, you see, they continue throwing rubbish and, and feces and all sorts of awful things at you as as you leave. They're like, why "Yeah, they, we beat him." Holding feces. It's it's on it's on the ground in any pre-industrial civilization. There's horse dung everywhere. Not all of them. Well, I, mean, I guess that's true if they don't have horses. Llamas, mate. Llama dung. I don't know. Whatever is the beast of bird. Beast of burden dung. There are llamas in the <laughs> city. I didn't know. They, yeah, that's the they for whatever religious reasons they don't use horses. Uh, yeah, llamas. Every llamas. I haven't mentioned them yet. Fucking llamas. Though. Has Jeez. someone saved the llamas? Where are the llamas? 
No, they're everywhere. People are riding them. There's llamas drawing carts. You can Fantastic. see there's a llama defense force where they're lining them up and getting training them to spit at Dilkash and Solvens. All right, I hop on. I hop on a vacant llama, <laughs> and I ride it back to the embassy. <laughs> Give me a luck check. Oh dear, at a two. Uh, yeah, you can't find any vacant llamas. They're all they're all very busy at the moment. I steal someone's llama. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll cut back over to Taika, Daru, and Rick. You guys are, you guys are in the bloodstained kind of uh, bottom floor of your embassy. Um, yeah, what, what are you guys getting up to? You now have four prisoners. Oh, oh. Um, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go head up. I'm going to go get Keel. Let him know it's right. all right. Yeah. Uh, okay, yep. You, you go upstairs and you look for go Keel upstairs. and you don't, you don't find him. Have we tied up our prisoners? Uh, yeah, you can you can restrain. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I think we, do, we, we we definitely do that. So I head back downstairs. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. uh, Keel, Keel's not here. He's gone. Mm. Right. Yeah, that explains all the carnage. <laughs> I'm not oh. going to apologize to them, but I feel that that situation got a little out of hand. So I hear what you're saying. This is all Keel's fault. Ah. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> why, yes. am I bit, why is Keogh so he's just gaslighted every possible opportunity <laughs> I don't understand why only been here. If, if, if these guys here. didn't attack us we wouldn't have done anything that's true also yeah. but uh, yes but mostly the Keel thing yeah <laughs> Mac, he's like, do you think maybe if violence wasn't your first and most preferred <laughs> resort each time not as many people might die Mm, um, mm. I'm, I'm hearing an awful lot of um, negativity towards the yeah. chosen here. But okay. Father Mackie, they tried we, to beat we you up. Well, I wanted to save you. Right. I, I, and I appreciate that, Daru. Uh, you're probably the most righteous of, of these three here. Wow, anyway. that feels rough to hear. I thought we were connecting, but okay. <laughs> Praise be the 12 gods. I thought that was another one. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> um, Rick, should haven't we go you learned nothing Keel? from Father Mackey? Uh, oh, you, I know. I think I know where he is. He, Mr. Pin, he's, he was saying something about the docks, the little yards, something about, oh, what was he saying? I don't know. I was kind of bored. <laughs> uh, you see, Sir Francis is like, uh, yes, Mr. Pin had an urgent, an urgent sort of errand down at the naval yards. Yes, let us all... Let's all go to the naval yards at once and and, and take ship and, and flee, flee back to Tradeford. Right. Um, and he I imagine, there's, I imagine there's quite a number of ships. We could probably fill it with the, uh, all the refugees and just, you know, just try and save as many people as we can. You see, he sort of moves to the door and Father Mackey blocks the way and he goes, wait, what? Taker, surely you're not being serious. You're not going to just take a few refugees and leave the remainder of the city to their feet. Surely not. The, um, the mission, leave the the mission was to take Francis and Mr. Pin. Get out of here. I reckon we take a few hundred refugees too. I, the mission, I, I don't give a toss about the mission. Surely we must go before the king and at least hear him out. Surely you're not going to abandon the city in its hour of need without so much as even a, a word. As, not so um, much as even co-captains, a, could, a, I, yeah, we could I have a word? Yeah, could I just have a quick chat? And you see Father Matthew standing there, like, half disemboweled. Look, I get the impression that we should go talk to this king. 
And you hear Sir Francis goes, be damned to the priest. Kill him if you have to. We need to right, get out of the that city. that is also an option. See, I'm getting conflicting messages. Boys, uh, what do you want to do? Well, Sir Francis said he tried to convince the king otherwise, and that's why we've got into this mess. Oh, so bringing yeah. Sir well, Francis that... back to the king doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, Tyka, no. Daru, Daru, I like that. I like the way you think. I do. Yeah. I have no problem seeing the king, but I have a problem walking in there with Francis. Um, but I also think, oh, God, yeah, let's just go home. I feel that we've done our mission. We've gotten the guy. Let's get him out of here. Um, let's do what the queen wants. And if the priest wants to come, he can come. We'll get the queen to help this city. Yeah, I don't get the feeling that she's going to want to do that. Then who are we to argue? Yeah, exactly. Above our pay grade. Above our pay grade. Yeah, she's not going to save us. All right. Well, Mackie, come on. What do you You think, Taika? Father Mackie looks at all three of you and he goes, so you're in agreement. We must leave all of these people to their feet. All of these children. Well, no, that's what I was saying. I want to try and get as many people out as we could. As many as we can is not all. We can't save them all. You you want to go out there and fight a demon army? Go for it. You, you could barely take on a fucking knight. Look at you. You bleed <laughs> out. You should you should attend to that, by the way. <laughs> uh, you see, he, he does that. He casts a spell on himself. And he goes, it is not I who should be fighting the demon army, all but right. the chosen of the gods. I hear uh, you, Mackie. Mackie. And you see, he stands Mackie. aside. He goes, do as the gods direct you. And Sir Francis goes, blow that. Do as I direct you. Get me out of here. Okay. Well, everyone is yelling and I don't like that. Can I gag Francis? He's really annoying. Okay. Let's not go that far. Let's, yeah. All right. Francis, shush, Mackie. Um, We are going to save our country and our people from the demons. So does that not count for something? I've got an idea because something's clearly going on between the king and Sir Francis here. Mm. Daru. Can you use your cone of truth silence thingy to... Um, I love a good truth cone. I can, I can. any cone yep. at this point. Okay, everyone, stand together. Here I, we stand, go. I stand together, yep. Yeah, yeah, Francis, yeah. get over here. Hey, you're casting, that? You're casting, casting, casting truth on I'm casting zone of truth. It's got a 60 feet range, so I don't know why I get everyone to come in close, but everyone come in close. Okay, he's going to he's gonna make a... Was it a wisdom save? Uh, it is a charisma save. Charisma save. Oh. 13. Um, he's a bit um, of a wanker, so he probably won't save. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, He's I, also I, I, I really I concentrate really oh, hard. Shit. What was and the, at the same uh, 13. Okay, gotcha. I concentrate really hard and at the same time I cast a spell I fart. <laughs> <laughs> you see he's like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty pretty graceless of you. This is uh, you know, as a diplomat you're trained not to do that in company." Well, I'm not a diplomat. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, did, I just do you feel have questions? a little directionless when Keel is so, around. Uh, uh, Wait, who uh, said that? Taika, Taika, yep. lead the investigation. Why did a group full of knights come to sequester you to the king by force? What's the first oh, story well, here? Yes, I have. I have no doubt that the king is extremely angry with me. You see, uh, I was unwilling to promise Queen Gloriana's Queen Gloriana's assistance without uh, his declaration of allegiance. He refused to provide that, so I refused to provide to provide troops. You know, it's too little too late now. I imagine he wants to make amends. He wants to pledge his allegiance to Queen Gloriana, but uh, the city cannot be saved. Surely it will fall with Queen 
with the King King Dilcash's troops at the gates, there's no hope for it now. So I imagine, yes, King Jeffrey is desperate and hoping I'll pull out a miracle, but I have none, have none to offer. Only only you four. Yeah, okay. Uh, can I do an inside check to back line? Is, yeah, is do seeing... an inside check. Absolutely, yeah. So you're saying King Jeffrey will now bow down to Queen Gloriana? You think? Uh, perhaps, yes, perhaps. But uh, twelve. Uh, yeah, he appears to be telling the truth. Perhaps he will, but it is a moot point now. The troops can't get here in time. In a rare occurrence, Mister Mackey's kind of making some sense. But maybe at the very least, we should at least check out this demon army and determine whether or not it's something we could make a difference if we. Yeah, or put our efforts in the right place. You know, um, this king sounds pretty desperate. So if we bring him back with us, that's going to look pretty good for us. Especially if he comes willingly. I mean, or not, his um, city's about to fall. So he's not got that many chips left, does he? No. But we can't find all his soldiers. We could sneak. We should go check out what the king is saying. Is that what I'm hearing? The only problem is if we... I think, if, I think if we take Sir Francis to the king, Sir Francis is not leaving the city. Yeah, and that was our mission. Do two of, do two of us go to the king? Oh, the, other one, the other one takes Sir Francis to meet to find Keel at the naval yard. What would be the point of us splitting up, though? Like, I feel... Yeah, we've got no way to message each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, or, do we, or do we go to the war of the city and try and determine how, how fucked the city is? We could send one of the knights with a message to the king. Oh, but then, yeah, the knight's just going to say, oh, you know, he, he killed old mate. And well, I mean, He stole yes. his sword and promised it to a dragonborn. It's just, it's all messy. It's not- I think we have to go. I think the city's about to be under siege based on everyone leaving. And mm-hmm. I believe the clock is ticking. So where is the king? For- I turn to one of the knights and I ask where the king is. Is he still in the palace, which is right next door? Uh, what? Me? Uh, oh, uh, the king? Yes, he's, uh, he's over by the main gate where the, the bulk of the of King Gilcash's army is, is massing. Yeah, that's where he is. How far am I from everyone else? You'd probably only be a mile or two away. Like, yeah, no more than like a 10 or 15 minute walk. Okay. Um, it depends. Yeah, when you finished Mr. Penn's errand, did you ha- are you heading back to the, the embassy yeah. or down the I road? was heading straight back to the embassy. Yeah, okay. So you'll probably, yeah, you probably arrive, I don't know, as they conclude these kind of negotiations, <laughs> this, this discussion. Okay. I was curious when I need to tell them to fuck off. Uh, uh, yeah, so he says that, yeah, the, the king would be over near the main gate where the, the bulk of the attackers are. To me, that sounds like he will surrender or that it's too late. One of the two. We can't make a difference to what's about to happen in this instant. We either die trying or we get out and complete our mission. Well, maybe we need to put it to a vote. Who wants to, who's for dying trying? I don't think we'll die. Oh, I don't know. Ross, I hate you so much. This is exactly what I wanted. I don't like I don't that. know about you I guys. Like I, have, I, don't, I, I don't feel any allegiance to this city. I don't feel like people should die, but... So did uh, Peel or Keel or Teal, or what was the little guy's name? Yep, I'm, it was, I'm uh, definitely Peel. Peel. He was Keel, he was Keel, uh, Lizard, Lizard, Lizard Scale. No, 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 it's not Keel. Um, Keel and Mr. Pin, you guys rock up just, just in time to hear Rick oh, apparently right. forget your name. Peel? No, Seriously? No, no, Keel, I know who you are. You have dragon pox. 
kind of annoying. Yes, I'm where. Okay, I have no idea what you guys are doing. We need to leave. Let's did go. You, Hurry up. Did you blow up the the naval yard? Uh, you don't know about that, Rick. Uh, Sir Francis goes, Pin, did you get it done? And uh, you see Miss Pin's like, oh, yes, I have picked up the, and you see Waggles' eyebrows, secret documents. <laughs> you know, you're a really bad spy with how you present your emotions. Well, I'm not a spy. Uh, okay. So he leans over and hisses in your, be cool, you idiot. <laughs> okay. Right, I turn to um, Daru. Rick, I don't know what you've been chatting about. We need to go. They're about to scale S. They're about to scale the entire. Shockingly, Keel, I agree with you. I turn to Daru and Mackie and I say, look, at this stage, we don't have enough to take on his army, but we could go back, regroup with the queen and, and, and possibly rid this world of his army for good. But we can't do it from here. And I'm sorry to say that probably a few hundred thousand people will die, but that's better than the whole world. So take it or leave it and you you see father Mackie. so you see uh sir francis nods uh, and mr pin's like oh yes wise decision uh, and you see father Mackie, his eyes kind of brim with tears and he's like as the gods command uh and he bows his head uh so you guys you guys are all in agreement you head back straight back down to the ship yes so I- come on francis we go pin's done his job uh, all right, so you guys, you guys rush back through the streets. Um, you, I, I don't know. What do you guys do with the guards before you leave? I, I look at them and like, what did you guys do? We press them uh, into the navy, obviously. <laughs> there will not be a navy soon. We need to leave. No, we press them into our navy to work on our ship, obviously. Yes. Yeah, Kiel, Kiel did you sequester the ships? Because that way, you know, if you get us all the ship each, you definitely be a co-captain. You know. Oh, uh, yeah, right. we, we, we wouldn't destroy all these <laughs> ships for no reason. You know what I mean? Um. Right. Really. <laughs> Yes, yeah. dangle, dangle, co-captaincy. Francis, you're on your boat. <laughs> uh, you see, so Francis kind of out of breath. Uh, you see he's sweating a little as you guys rush through the streets. He's like, you can have all the boats you want. Just get me back to Tradeford. Uh, and he goes, listen. Uh, and you guys can hear like, uh, yeah, a loud scream going up outside the walls. It sounds like, uh, yeah, King Dilkash's army's on the move. They're, they're not standing on ceremony. They, they paused exactly as long as it took them to build ladders and then they, they rushed the walls. Uh, and yeah, you hear, you hear a cheer go up as they go for the walls. Oh no, we got to go. Father Mackie chokes back a sob. Uh, so yeah, you guys get back down to the the quayside and Wait, uh, yeah, is she that? <laughs> yes, at the jetty you can see this. You see the woman and her, her Thank three God. children. All right, uh, she's I still waiting to, there. I say to um, Francis Bartholomew, I say, "This is your wife." Uh, I ask for her name. Uh, Agnes. Agnes right, is my Agnes, name, sir. This is Francis. You're happily married. These are your three kids. If anyone asks on the boat, let's go. Uh, you see, she throws her arms around Francis. She's like, "Oh, uh, this is what I'd always wanted." Oh. Uh, and see, so, yeah, she, she hangs on to Francis, and Francis is like, you, madam, you understand this is a deception, yes? This is I'm kind of the joke. one that organised it, but yeah, okay. And you see, she's she's laying kisses on him, and Father Mac is like, hey, would you like me to to formalise the union? Oh. Please, I'll, 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 please, please, Father. I'd I'm a captain, I could do that once we get on the ship. I'm just like rowing the boat. Go, mm-hmm. go, go, uh, go, uh, yeah, go. You guys, you guys jump in the boat, and... um. Yeah, you hear you hear screaming, uh, sort of oh. real real loud sounds of fighting and that coming from the walls. Uh, and um, yeah, from as as you guys make it out onto the onto the bay, yeah, you can see uh, to your left is a plume of smoke as the the Royal Naval Yard goes up. Uh, it looks like Mister Pin was successful in his mission. Uh, and uh, yeah, you guys can see the entire the entire navy of rabbits burning at their moorings, uh, oh trapping trapping any citizens who might have taken those boats in the city. What a waste. 
as as you watch, you see, yeah, uh, the city, they fight hard. And uh, you can see who you think might be the king in this golden ornate armor on the walls. He looks like he's putting up a good fight. But yeah, eventually he's overwhelmed. And uh, yeah, you see a tide of, of King Dilkash's soldiers pour over the walls and uh, into the city. Oh, hell, uh, Dilkash. Well, hell, Dilkash. That's uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> wait, Daru, what did you just say? <laughs> you see they're shouting that. Yes, yeah, so you guys you guys row out to the handmaiden, uh, the harpy's handmaiden, and you can see desperate citizens start diving into the water. And um, yeah, they're, they're now, they're swimming uh, as fast as they can for the boat. And you see aboard the ship, Captain Aubrey gives an order and the Marines start shooting. They they fire their crossbows at the swimmers. Um, oh, fuck off. You see the refugees getting shot in the water. Uh, some of them shear away. And, uh, yeah, as you guys pull up to the ship, you guys notice two Marines. They're using the blunt end of their pikes to hold a struggling woman under the surface of the water. Oh. They're kind of toying with her. Okay, I press, I cast Gust on them so they get thrown back. Uh, you cast Gust and, and yeah, I'll say you knock these guys over and the woman, oh. you know, kind of makes it to the surface of the water and takes a deep, deep lung full of air before desperately swimming away from the boat. You see the captain, this draws the captain's attention to it. He's like, Jake, take those men's names. I'll see them at the grating tomorrow morning. And uh, he kind of nods to you, Rick. You guys board the Harpy's Handmaiden. With the smell, the smell of smoke in uh, in your nostrils and uh, the screams of a looted city behind you, you guys start to sail away. And uh, Captain Aubrey kind of walk, kind of walks up to all of you guys, and uh, he, he indicates Sir Francis Bartholomew, who's who's being like uh, aggressively mauled by Agnes, his his new quote unquote wife. He sort of goes, "Ah, successful mission, I see, gentlemen. Well done, well done indeed." And he shakes all of your hands. Wouldn't call He's, it that. <laughs> He goes, ah, I regret to inform you that uh, we had one deserter while we were in the while we were in the harbour. Oh, fuck. Former Captain Johnson, our pilot, he he dove overboard and swam for the shore. Swam like a man possessed. I've never seen anyone swim that quickly. Even with a hook? Well, yes. He was burdened with a hook in one hand and he was carrying a sword in the other. Very strange sword, that one. Oh. In any case, oh. I regret to report, I regret to inform you we've had one deserter. But uh, as I. How did he get into our fucking bag? As I can Last see, night. we have four replacements. He turns away from you guys and gives orders to set sail. And um, that, with the, the screams of a looted city behind you, is where we will leave it this week. Rick takes off his hat. Did oh, you not man. shoot the deserter? You shot everyone else. <laughs> Uh, he sees turns back. He's like, ah, yes, we did. But uh, he is the most uncanny thing. He absorbed half a dozen crossbow bolts and kept going. There was something mm-hmm. else powering him, if you ask me. Something, something beyond human. Oh dear, that's concerning. I don't understand. <laughs> 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 yeah, wow, that is that is depressing uh, as fuck. We fucked up. What do you mean? I did a successful mission. No, <laughs> something Ross said the other week is now clicked. Thank you for listening to episode 7 I'm actually really disappointed that my players chose not to try and save the city I had this sweet siege encounter prepared The guys could have been punting dudes off ladders in a tough but epic showdown My favourite thing about being a DM is giving my players the opportunity to determine how a campaign plays out I actually don't have anything else written at this stage because I didn't know how this session would end, so I've got a lot of work to do between now and our next recording session. If you want to get in touch with us, you can hit us up on Twitter at TPDPDCast. That's at TPDPDCAST. Or you can find us on Instagram. This podcast deals psychic damage. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your feedback. 
If it's good, we might mention it on our show. And if it's bad, we'll probably just talk shit about you off mic. All of our music in this episode is provided under a Creative Commons license by the extremely talented Alexander Nakarada. You can find links to his work in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us or leave a review. We have more exciting episodes coming up. What will happen to the Kingdom of Westgar now that King Dilkash has taken Tyria? Be sure to tune in next time to find out. really knows his his musical numbers from from film have we noticed that hey, do you remember when he was doing shrek yeah <laughs> don't get me started on shrek i think yeah. the, there was at one point with shrek that me and my sister we started to just say the movie really we, wow. we, we watched the movie enough times that we were just speaking the movie <laughs> just just pretending to be shrek and donkey as we just walked down as we walked which, down the which spot. one were you which one were you um obviously donkey well, I could have seen a Shrek. The big brother always gets Shrek, thank you very much. Yeah. Fair. Rory's more of a Shrek than you are. Yeah, he is. He looks more like Shrek than I do. Which isn't <laughs> a, a <laughs> I'm not salty about it. But you would look more like a donkey. Oh. Is it on account of my colossal ears or my huge teeth? That's the green It's a giant ass. <laughs> it's the ears. That's uh that's not everything below my waistband is giant though, is it? <laughs> Why are we on Shrek again? <laughs> <laughs> this is my fault this time. I'm sorry. <laughs>